Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.33 on Rock 102. And uh, it's going to rain today for pretty much all day long with a high of 65. Tomorrow, though, sunny and a high of 68. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. What was I telling you last week? I got scanned. You Somebody got... was ripping me off for 19.95 a month yeah. from as far back as 2020. Uh, by the way, I got a refund. Did you? Yeah. Like, all of it? I don't know about all of it, but I got yeah. it almost uh, 500 bucks. Well, how about that? Ain't uh, nothing to shake a stick at. Hell no. I thought I was going to be down in the hole. That's nothing to shake a pole at. No, it's not. Or a fire poker. You're right. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking to Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com uh, oh. about uh, getting scammed. Plus, there's uh, Halloween scams. Yeah. There's Thanksgiving scams. I, w- I wonder if Steve Weissman has any insight to the uh, the dummy that didn't check his credit card statement for two whole years while this was going on. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody being uh, that yeah. stupid. Yeah, really, I, I mean that's just uh, that's just not Crazy. paying attention. So there's that and some other stuff this morning as well. It's 5.34. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game. Every play. Oh. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.52 in Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be rainy today with a high of 65. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 68. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Hollywood Trash brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, yesterday's Halloween episode of The View included a segment called Boo Are You Wearing? Featuring kids in Halloween costumes based on some of the year's hot topics, right? Mm -hmm. And one of those costumes may have been a little bit inappropriate. A child came out dressed as an Oscar statue with a red handprint on his cheek. Obviously, he was meant to represent Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's good for the kids. But some Twitter users complained anyway, saying it was in bad taste and uh, did endorse violence. They also brought out a kid uh, dressed as Donald Trump, complete with a toilet stuffed with classified documents and flanked by two FBI agents. (laughs) That one rubbed some people the wrong way as well. That's the whole point of having a costume, though, to stir up some controversy. The best costumes are the ones that are the most offensive. Uh, I don't have a problem with this, uh, the, the Oscar one. It's just that some people just can't mind their own business. I actually like the uh, all the spirit Halloween costume parody yeah. things. Those are those are hilarious. One of the uh, one of the funniest ones I saw was uh, it said uh, guy who can afford Blink One Eighty Two tickets, and it was just a picture of Jeff Bezos on the front. The one I liked said, uh, just had a, a blank picture yeah. and just said, my dad. Oh, oh that sucks. Yeah, that's but right. hilarious, though. It's, it's very, very yeah. funny. Yeah, especially if you've been abandoned by your father. Ex- well, that happens all too often, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, but, but there you go. That That's what was going on on The View yesterday. Taylor Swift is the first artist to dominate all 10 spots on the Billboard Hot 100. All, all tw- 10? All 20 tracks from her Midnight's album uh, hit the Hot 100, and she also has the most top 10 songs for a female artist with 40. Good Lord. Hey, she's a popular gal. No, I get it, but Jesus. Can, what, what is she worth now? Uh, probably, uh, well, a lot more than Kanye West. That's the truth. 
She's uh, she's got to be worth in the billions, like the billion mark at least. Only four hundred million, but I would think after something like this, yeah, I think that's, that's going to go up a, a, a notch or two. That's going to boost her up big time. Mm-hmm. The uh, New York Post uh, put together a list of horror movie villains to each zodiac sign. Because, you know, Halloween was yesterday, so why not do this this morning? Was uh, was journalism taking the day off yesterday? Eh, well, it's Halloween. You know, everybody wants to go home and have their pass out candy with their kids. Uh, Michael Myers was a Libra. He was like me. No kidding. Yeah. What uh, What's yours? You're a... I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo? Oh, Leatherface from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How about that? How about that? I had no idea. And uh, let's see. Uh, Freddy Krueger was a Gemini. Okay. Uh, Carrie was an Aries. Uh, Do we know this for a fact, or are we just uh, is they just spinning the wheel here? Well, I, think- I don't remember any part of Leatherface having like a you know fudgy the whale ice cream cake for a birthday party or anything like that. No cookie puss. No cookie puss. No Tom Carvel. No All right, Tom Carvel. Come on down and have a cookie puss. Make your birthday really sizzle with a cookie puss. Yeah, I don't know how they came up with this. Again, you're right. It's probably some slow news day over at the New York Post. No kidding. You would think of the Post to have, like, news stories to attend to. Peacock is developing a Friday the 13th prequel series. Ugh. Ugh. Stop. It's called Friday the 12th. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. Th- oh, that- Thursday the 12th. Yeah, everybody's picking up their dry cleaning and things like that. You know, oh, well, we, th- we got things to do before the big weekend. <laughs> Uh, there's no details yet, aside from the talk that it could be like Bates Motel, the prequel series about Norman Bates and his mother from Psycho. I don't know. I'm not I'm, into, I'm, I'm I, not I, into I, that. I, I don't need that. that. Uh, Glee creator Ryan Murphy says the uh, part of Will Schuster was originally written for Justin Timberlake and was supposed to be a meth addict who was unraveling. Matthew Morrison ended up playing a non-addict Mr. Schuster. See, that... That's seemingly a, a character that would have made that show so much better. Mm-hmm. You get somebody who's a, who's addicted to meth on Glee. That already sounds like a like an award-winning plot line. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown had a hard time saying goodbye to Darcy Montgomery and Matthew Modine when they were killed off on Stranger Things. Uh, she had a really yeah, I hadn't good... hadn't even seen the last, the last season. So thanks for ruining the whole damn thing. Uh, you know what? It's it's been it's been out long enough where you can say what happened. She really had uh, good relationships with them. That's another one I'm not into either. Stranger Things? Yeah. I just I can't get into it. Well, I got into it, you know, the first couple of seasons, but you know there's so many other great things to watch that mm-hmm. that, that wasn't uh, I wasn't jumping at the chance to finish it. Fans at uh, Post a uh, Post Malone show handed him an envelope and asked him to do their gender reveal for him. No good. All right, that's it. I've had enough of these people. <laughs> you know, I saw I saw a meme last week where uh, they were talking about it was a guy going, "Yeah, we should have seen our gender reveal at the doctor's office." She goes, "Oh, I think it's a boy." You know, the the the, the tech. Right. Yeah, it's like that's all you need. You don't need these big parties with these you know things popping out of champagne bottles and fireworks going off and explosions. <laughs> I saw some video of some kid like was hanging up a uh, like a pinata for a, uh, a a reveal party. Yeah, and the kid dropped it, and it all was blue. And oh. then yeah, he, like he ruined the whole thing. They ruined all, the whole party. They all knew. They all they? knew, didn't they? Well, uh, 
Post Malone seemed genuinely excited to be part of the big moment. He was uh, signing autographs from the stage when they handed him an envelope with the sex of their baby inside and asked him to do the honors, and of course he did. It's a girl, by the way. Oh, man. Post and Malone's a girl? No, he is not. Oh. Yeah. Uh, stop. Just stop with the whole gender reveal thing. Someday that kid's going to grow mm. up and say, do any of you remember who Post Malone was? Yeah. And uh, Kanye West has reportedly asked for money from Kim Kardashian because he's kind of broke right now. Really? Yeah. She must have had something to say. She's like, oh my, oh my God, the last time I dealt with cash like that was when Ray J gave me the money shot in the panty purse and that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. I hope she has shoes to match that panty purse. Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her some Waller skeet. She had to give her a cheesecake moment, if you will. What are you, uh, what are you trying to say? Uh, what I'm trying to say is she made my bottle pop with the minge oil. Hmm. <laughs> and Kanye? Can I borrow $20 for a hamburger in the food court <laughs> over at Checkers? <laughs> they got some tasty burgers over there. I bet they do. Yeah. Yes. I'm kind of hard up right now. <laughs> All my funds are tied up overseas. Such an injustice, and that's your Hollywood T-Rash. Rock want to do what? And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, we live in a society of rules. These rules are meant to keep order, to avoid chaos, and to avert the unnecessary collapse of everything that we hold dear. This is why you're not supposed to bring more than 12 items into the express lane checkout. It's why you're not supposed to rip off the tags on mattresses. This is why you're not supposed to park in a towaway zone. Without these rules, we're suddenly living in a lawless form of anarchy. And believe you me, nobody wants to live that way unless you're some sort of nutcase. The same situation applies to the NBA. Without a carefully crafted set of rules, you'd have teams and players overstepping their boundaries constantly. And in some situations, they already are. For example, yesterday the NBA announced that the Philadelphia 76ers will be forced to forego two future second-round draft picks. This comes after an investigation confirmed that the team had violated what is among one of the most essential rules in the NBA tampering with potential free agents ahead of the designated allowable time to do so. Those bastards! According to reports, the Sixers are in violation of this rule when they signed forward P.J. Tucker and Daniel House Jr. before they were allowed to do so, citing mid-level and biannual exceptions. If I had any idea what that meant, I would be completely outraged. As it turns out, the Sixers are not the only team that are under the microscope when it comes to this sort of thing. Similar investigations are going on between several other teams like the New York Knicks and the Dallas Mavericks. But only the Sixers will be losing second-round draft picks in 2003 and in 2024. For now. Listen, the reason you have these rules in the first place is to make sure that things that nobody understands don't happen. Otherwise, the league will be nothing more than an unmanageable nightmare. Listen, I don't need to understand every rule to know that something isn't right. All I need to know is that something stinks in the NBA, and I'm just glad it's not the Boston Celtics, because at the end of the day, that's all I really cared about in the first place. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You got a, trippy, uh, a drippy faucet or a leaky toilet? See Dave at the Liberty Street Rockies. Dave knows the difference between a ball cock and a flapper valve. Good people like Dave 
and rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be a crappy day with a high of 65 tomorrow. Uh, sunny with a high of 68. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Nobody won Powerball last night. It, uh, ro- it rolls over and uh, Thursday will be a big fat uh, a big fat drawing. Well, clearly nobody won because uh, you're not here. Or you're here, I mean. Yeah, I know. You, you wouldn't have been here if you, you won. Well, in fairness, I didn't, uh, I didn't check the numbers. I kind of like lost confidence after our conversation yesterday, where you thought uh, I had no chance of winning. Did you even buy a ticket? I did. I went and bought uh, myself ten quick picks. Ten quick. Yes, picks. I pulled out a crisp twenty dollar bill, and I went to the uh, the lady behind the register, and I said, "I would like twenty dollars of quick picks, please, yeah, which is ten. That doesn't increase your odds, you know. Uh, it increases my odds more than if I just played one. No, because you still have a one in, what is it, 300 million chance of winning? Yes, but I didn't have $300 million to spend on quick picks yesterday. No, but if, if you just buy one quick pick, you have just as much chance as winning a one in 300 million as you did if you had five different numbers. You have five different sets of numbers. Well, Steve, I, I can't uh, I can't talk about the instant in, uh, the the infinitesimal uh, numbers and odds and probabilities. I I'm not that kind of uh, mathematical genius. Mm. But all I know is I had the twenty bucks in my pocket. I laid it down right 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 there at uh, at the little convenience store, and uh, I got my tickets, put it on the fridge, and completely ignored the entire thing this morning. So and you got nothing. I well, yes, but uh, there were people apparently that uh, that did win. Like you know, they got five numbers, so they win between like one or two million dollars. Where they pay the uh, the power play, uh, ten tickets, two in California, one in Florida, Indiana, Michigan, New York, two in Ohio, and two in Texas, and none in Massachusetts. Not one well, of you losers in Massachusetts was able to grab a million dollars. Yeah, they said there's only like five states that's not part of that. Like yeah, what box. makes them so indignant? What's uh, what's what's make them so great? I don't know. Well, I mean, I can see the uh, the Utah thing because there's a very religious uh, presence in uh, Utah. So, oh, know, I'm pretty sure there were plenty of people in Massachusetts took the Lord's name in vain last night. Oh yeah, absolutely. When they saw the numbers didn't come up. Yeah, right. Um, but but that's what I'm saying. We're we're, we're part of that group. Uh, and then you got I think it's Nevada. Nevada's got the Nevada doesn't need a, to be part of a lottery system, a multi-state lottery system, in order to make money. They, they got Vegas, they That's, got all that stuff. Yeah, it's true. But like you know, the average slob that lives in Las Vegas really has no access to the key uh, to the casino's money. Yeah, most of the people in those casinos are not local. No, they're the from strip. out of town. Yeah. All from out of town. The uh, I think the locals, if they gamble at all, you know, they gamble off the strip. The, the guy I saw passed out with his hand down his pants at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's a local. Yeah, that's that's definitely a guy who's yeah. uh, a townie. That's uh, yeah. Guys with hands down their pants is, uh, you know, might not be like out in the open. You know, Vegas is a, is a cesspool. It really is. A, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like it's a place for adults to go to have fun. Yeah. And uh, maybe get stabbed, depending on what night you go. I've been there twice. Yeah. And uh, the longest 
Actually, I think the longest I was there was four days, and I felt like I was there one day longer than I should have been. Yeah. It's like after three days, I'm like, all right, that's that's more than enough Vegas for a week. Yeah. It's like any more than four days, I, I, I totally just want to get back on a plane and, uh, and, and not be in Nevada. Well, I, I told you, I went by myself uh, for four, for five days to Vegas. Yeah. Which was three days too long. See what I mean? Yeah. If you're going on a vacation for like a week, yeah. you want a week of relaxation and fun. The problem with Vegas is you can see how, if you're not disciplined, you can yeah. get into a hell of a lot of trouble in Vegas. Yeah. That's why they have like... <laughs> Uh, you know the Hoover Dam you go to, or well, you know, some so, other things to see. So, so when I did that thing by myself, that was more like I had those things scheduled, but throughout the week, I wish I had just scheduled them all within the first three days and then go home. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you didn't really need to be there was no, there was nothing to really do other than drink and gamble <laughs> other you know outside of the grand canyon and yeah. the uh, you know all that other stuff um, and you weren't really in a good frame of mind to be drinking and gambling no far far away from home no and uh you know and then the, the next time i had gone with uh, my friend and my kids uh, because we were going to the grand canyon but the hotel was in las vegas and uh, my like, but my kid, we only went outside like the hotel during the day. Yeah, like we're not gonna go. We're not walking up and down uh, the strip at night. But even during the day, it's like it's not a place for kids. Like you, you know, my kids were like, "Why is that guy sleeping over there?" And I'm like, "Well, he had a bad night last night. He yeah, what's he lost it all on uh, Black Thirteen? What are those? Uh, what are those cards that that yeah. guy is handing out on the street? Yeah, see, they didn't, at least they didn't get that. That happens at night. That that that's a nighttime thing well, that they all come out and they start handing them out. At uh, night. The early bird catches the worm sometimes too over there. Oh, there is. Oh yeah, no. Oh. The, the two times I was there, yeah. they were handing out those little, you know, you know yeah. escort cards, you know, yeah. in broad and, daylight. And there are things to do for families. Like uh, I took my kids to the tight. There was a Titanic museum thing that they wanted to go see, which was pretty cool. It, it was a traveling exhibit. It's like. Just like any, it's like like Mohegan Sun had that bodies exhibit. Yeah, I, I I never understood why Las Vegas thought it was a great idea because they went through like a period where they were yeah. trying to make these into family friendly destinations. Yeah. I could never figure out why you would take your kids to Las Vegas if the primary function of Las Vegas is that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Because they're trying to bring money in. I mean, if you can make it a family-friendly place, then they want you to spend your money True. there, too. But any responsible adult, any responsible parent, mm -hmm. would probably choose four or five other destinations yeah. before even considering Las Vegas with, like, say, a five- and a six-year-old kid. Yeah. That would be, like, the last place I'd want to drag my kids to. I, are you Are you criticizing me? No, oh. I'm just I'm just saying it it, it was a uh, it was a trend in Las Vegas. See what you were doing was you were going to go to the Grand Canyon with the kids, and we did. We had and, like we had a whole like trip where the, the bus picks us up from the hotel and then it takes us over to the, the right. heliport and all but, that other stuff. But you wouldn't you weren't putting your kids around the pie gow table right. hoping to uh, to crack the jackpots. No, no, no. I did that. I left the kids outside the casino and said I'm going to go in here for a few pops and uh, and a couple of rounds. <laughs> 
If you're here when I come back, great. If not, just you, you got yeah. my number. Yeah. Let, let's yeah. all meet at the buffet line yeah. at yeah. at five o'clock. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, it, it it worked out that way where we were only there for two and a half days See, just to get that done, and that's different. But that, but if you recall, like back yeah. in the nineties. You know, they were inviting, you know, yeah. it's it's the reason why, you know, there's a roller coaster in the, in the middle of one of these hotels. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why there's rides and games and fun and pools and everything else. So yeah. you can basically abandon your kids in a casino while you gamble inside. I didn't see any signs for daycare down there, but there has to be. There must be uh, somebody out there. Yeah, it's probably like a five by five room with no windows and a lock. I saw a couple with a little kid down at Mohegan Sun couple of weeks ago and, yeah, and uh, I've, I've seen that too like at night it was when i was going to that uh hauling out show and i had i had that shirt on it was it's from a farm it's from a farm in saratoga new york it's a real farm it says it's a rooster and it says handsome cock on it right <laughs> yes so i'm like going down the escalator and this guy with his kid he turns around he's like well that's uh that's an appropriate shirt and i'm thinking this is a casino. Like, why is your six-year-old with you? Like, I don't understand. What you know? What you know? Yeah. Is this an appropriate place for him? But they must have been taking him to the. To the they must have been. I don't know if they were bringing him out or bringing him in, because I would imagine the daycare at Mohegan closes at some point. <laughs> would you ever leave your kid at one of those things? I'm not sure I would. I don't think I would either. I don't, I don't think so. I'm always like amazed. Like if you go to like. Uh, you know, to a casino, and I'm and yeah. I'm not just pointing out Mohegan or Foxwoods because I've seen this in multiple casinos around the country. Uh, when you see somebody pushing uh, a stroller yeah. through a casino, I'm thinking, <laughs> man, I bet this kid's enjoying the hell oh, out of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, having a great old time. Oh yeah, doubling I mean, down. Sure, they're asleep now, but you know, when they wake up, I mean, how will that be affecting your uh, your your bets at, uh, let's say, the roulette table? I don't know. You know. Shh, everybody at the roulette table, stay quiet. It's the good My l- baby's sleeping. Yeah, shh. Yeah, you're not supposed to bring kids to, like, babies to a fireworks show. What are you bringing them to? A- <laughs> oh, look at your little baby over there. I'll tell you what, there's a hell of a lot more yeah. jarring distractions at a casino than there are at a fireworks you ever, display. You ever see a guy standing outside of Bally's going, spare a spill of that breast milk, kid? <laughs> Spare a spill, huh? Spare a spill. Will work for biter biscuits. Right. <laughs> Zweeback. <laughs> it's 622 with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Medicare benefit. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 627 and the James Gang with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rainy today with a high of uh, 65. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 68. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. With today being November 1st. Uh, yeah. I would like to point out that there are only 20 days between today and the start of the Mayflower Marathon. Uh, it begins Monday, November 21st at uh, the South End Market at MGM Springfield. Starts on Monday the 21st, ends on Wednesday the 23rd. The goal is to fill 348 for trailers with non-perishable food donations for the Springfield Open Pantry. And every year about this time, what happens is the Open Pantry uh, winds up being a little depleted on the shelves. So this is the most important time. It's not just about Thanksgiving. This is about feeding the the families that uh, that that take advantage of their services uh, throughout the winter months. So it could be we, we typically will feed uh, families until March, sometimes April. Uh, this year we'd like to do even better than that, but we need your help. 
You can uh, donate on rock102.com. Make your collection uh, at work, at home, with your friends, uh, your neighborhood. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Capital Moving and Storage, Manny Appliances, Xfinity, Camping World, West Hatfield, 413 Dumpsters, and many more. Get all the details, again, at rock102.com. It's the Mayflower Marathon brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai, Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, and Liberty Bank on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. And we can't stress this enough. Please check the expiration date on the food that you're donating. Yeah, if, if, you, if you won't eat it, it doesn't mean that somebody else yeah. should. And that, and that's the other that's the other thing you got to get by. It, just because it's food doesn't mean somebody will eat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like, like you just said. If you wouldn't eat it, then why would you think somebody else would eat it? I mean, expired Vienna sausages sound yeah. good from a distance, but when you actually are sitting there and you haven't uh, had anything to eat in a while, mm-hmm. and you see. Vienna sausages that are well past their uh, their yeah. due date, 12 months, 18 months, two years. Maybe it's time to throw those things away and buy some new Vienna sausages. I still remember that time that you and I did that video where we had that whole table filled with expired items, and one of them was frozen salmon, which we do not take at all. We don't take anything perishable. Yes. Uh, and frozen salmon, not only frozen salmon, but frozen expired frozen salmon so even if you were to donate that it wasn't even good even if we were to take that it wasn't even good to begin with yeah expired frozen salmon basically means it's fresh botulism yeah think about that yeah Ooh, oh. fresh botulism mm, that's the good mm, stuff fried up nice mm. <laughs> i may never get that smell out of my house but mm, that's good that's botulism delicious it's 629 news is next on rock 102 here 631 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Chicopee police are dealing with an accident involving a car and a tractor trailer this morning. The incident is on Burnett Road, not far from the Mass Pike I-291 interchange. Uh, the 22 News crew could see what appears to be a car wedged underneath that tractor trailer. This looks pretty bad, uh, yeah. according to the, the, the picture here. Uh, traffic is backed up in both directions in the area. We'll try to give you updates uh, on that uh, if we get them. Um, that whole a whole area uh, over by 291. Did you see? I haven't. The fr- I went there for the first time last week in a long time. And when they finished the construction mm-hmm. at the end of that ramp, did yeah. you see how they designed that now? Where it's basically when you come off of the pike, it's no longer like a T square intersection. It's more like a Oh, a curve into traffic. Oh, really? Is it, there's traffic lights still there, but it's. It, it, I think it's to make the traffic flow better onto 291. To be honest, I haven't been. Uh, I haven't been on the Pike entrance of 291 in mm-hmm. a long time. I mean, I've been on yeah. 291, but I usually get off well before then. So I haven't seen what the. I'll have to take a look. I have not seen it at all. Yeah, I went to Chicopee for BJ's last week, and uh, you know, I had to go through <laughs> that way. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, did you, uh, did you find BJ's okay? No, there was none there. <laughs> you know what? It was too early in the day. That That's more of a nighttime yeah, activity. Yeah, maybe, you know? maybe. The, uh, West Springfield police, uh. But are, sometimes you're just sitting around the house and yeah. going, man, I really gotta get, I really gotta get the BJ's. This, uh, yeah, I'm on my way home. It's 12.02 p.m. Uh, where's my 12.15, uh, BJ's trip? I gotta make a BJ's run and we gotta yeah. make it quick. The uh, West Springfield police are asking for the public's help in identifying an alleged shoplifting suspect. Uh, They say the suspect has allegedly shoplifted from a business in the city at least three times. Now, what business could it be? 
I don't know. I looked at the uh, the picture and tried to uh, tried to see if there were any distinguishing marks of the environment that she was standing in. Uh, oh, what's this? Olds bag. Olds. O H L S. I don't know. She seems to have been in the way of something. Hmm. Interesting. Where could she be? This is uh, like the uh, modern day. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Is she a Dix? No. Uh, is she at uh, at the Costco's? Uh, no, she's at a Kohl's. That's where it is. <laughs> that was going to yeah. be my next yeah, guess. Yeah, so there's really no, you know, they try to do, maybe it's like you, they're expecting you to figure out where this is. Yeah, like it's very much like a Where's yeah. Waldo situation. You think I should go on there? Uh, or you know what? It says text a tip anonymously to 274637. Should I say, she's at a Kohl's? <laughs> Because I don't she, think they know that. I don't may, think they know where she is. She may still be there. Um, three men were arrested uh, for charges of armed robbery and illegal firearm possession following an incident on Northern Drive in Chicopee on Friday. According to Chicopee spokesperson Travis Ordeon, uh 24-year-old Stephen Velasquez, 27-year-old Raekwon Clark, and 24-year-old Brian Rolone were arrested on Friday. Someone called 911 to report of an armed robbery. Witnesses told police the three men left the area and were seen entering another home on the same road. Chicopee police set up a perimeter around the building and secured the area. One of the suspects exited the home and was arrested. The Hamden County Regional Response Team was called in to assist. Once the team arrived, the two other suspects exited the home and were arrested without incident. Each uh, sub- suspect, I can't say Each that. suspect. Suspect has been charged with multiple charges. I mean, I could sit here and read them all to you. But. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all assume that uh, it's a whole laundry mm. list of things. A uh, Springfield City Councilor is raising concerns after a former Springfield police officer was hired by the city's fire department. Luke Cornier was part of the city's now disbanded Narcotics Bureau, and Councilor Justin Hurst is worried about Coroner's, coroner's ties to the Big Dick case. Springfield Police uh, Officer Greg Bigda was found not guilty last year on excessive force and civil rights violations. It was after he was accused of threatening assaulting two teens in 2016 who stole an unmarked police cruiser. Cornier testified in the case, but was never charged. Springfield Police uh, told 22 News he resigned from the department in August to take his civil service exam to become a firefighter. However, Councillor Hurst says Cornier should not be allowed to be employed by the city. Someone who certainly can't be trusted in the context of being employed in the city of Springfield would land himself on the fire department is troublesome, said well, Hurst. Well, didn't, so, and maybe I misread the story, but I, I don't believe I did. In this whole situation, didn't Cornoyer admit that he lied to investigators during the investigation of this whole thing? I don't remember the story. I'll have to go yeah, back and I think, look. I, I think that was part of it. And if, and if that's and if that's the case, well, I mean, it's, in, in, regardless if that's the case, I mean, considering the, the you know the, the the stain of the department on this whole uh, Greg Big thing, uh, you have to wonder. Well, how did this guy get hired by the fire department? What is going on with all of that? So, Justin may have a point here. Hey, uh, are you good at leaving keys in vehicles? Yeah. I- <laughs> all right, you're hired. That's uh, that is the number one prerequisite for this position. That's a that's a first job as a rookie. Hey, go get pizza for us in the fire truck, and then you leave the fire truck running outside with the keys in the car, and then a bunch of kids uh, bring it to Palmer. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're you're reliving your 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 old days as a cop. And then what you do is you say some really horrible things to those kids yeah. just to see how they react. Oh yeah, it'll, it'll all work out.
It'll all work out. The Massachusetts Department of Public Health is looking to motivate people who still haven't received a COVID-19 vaccine or booster shot by providing a monetary incentive. DPH will be sponsoring free family-oriented COVID-19 vaccine clinics across the state offering shots for both primary vaccine and boosters for qualified residents over five years old. All the clinics will offer the updated uh, bivalent COVID-19 boosters, uh, including uh, those just recently authorized for children ages five and over. And uh, Springfield residents are getting a $75 gift card. Woo! To what? It's just a cash card. It's like oh, a Visa card. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there That's you go. That's not bad. $75? Bucks? I got, it's, uh, almost, it's almost worth it. When I got my booster last year at uh, in Huntington, mm-hmm. I got a $25 gift card to the Cummington Creamery. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. I, I unless you also happen to... Like if uh, diabetes is one of your pre-existing conditions, then maybe that's something you probably wouldn't want to go to. Well, no, they have other things there. They have milk. It's a creamery. Suppose I got diabetes. It's in Cummington. Right, but yeah. say my other pre-existing condition is lactose intolerance. Okay, now you're just uh, splitting hairs here. I'm just saying, you know, that uh, maybe you should have like a a variety of gift cards well, to choose from. There was a variety to choose from. Okay, I just chose the creamery one because I'd never been there before. Okay, well then yeah. that's perfectly fine. I, just, I still you know, haven't used it yet. Oh, you got to get over there. That's good for like three years, I think. Actually, it's uh, it should be good for as long as they're in business, right? Uh, I guess so. I don't know how. Isn't that works. the uh, the law in Massachusetts is if uh, those things don't expire? I don't know. I never really studied uh, retail law because I got a bunch of gift cards to uh, Lido's restaurant. I'm thinking about using in the next yeah. couple of weeks. You know that uh, that guy with the. the I had a roommate in college. His name was Coles. He studied retail law. Yeah. How'd that work out for him? Well, he's having a hard time identifying somebody who was in his store the other day. <laughs> Can I just say, because yeah. I'm looking at the uh, yeah. the pictures of this uh, young lady that, lady was, at, at, that was at Oles. Oles. And yeah. uh, first of all, you have to applaud Coles uh, and their, uh, their camera work. Mm-hmm. There's no question. I mean, you can they, see. Yeah, they do have very clear cameras there. Like, this woman's got a pimple on her cheek, okay? I, I hate to embarrass you, man, but you got a pimple on your cheek. Usually when you see, like, security footage, you can you barely make out their face. You can not only see uh, her face, you can see the pimple. You can see all of the tattoos that she gets when she mm. actually uses money to get, because I'm sure she's not shoplifting tattoos. Uh, she may be shoplifting that, uh, that sprayed-on hair dye, but... Uh, but nevertheless, that is a, that is an excellent, well-placed, high-quality camera security system. So I, I don't have a problem with people with tattoos, but you're right about that. That that's like at least a thousand dollars worth of tattoo work right there on her uh, on her arm. And she's got some on her uh, on her, her bosoms. Her bosom, uh, which I believe is a butterfly. Hard to tell from the angle I'm seeing. Oh. But it's a very big rose on her arm. She's probably got a few others along the way that you can't see. That's a butterfly that needs to come out of his chrysalis. <laughs> That's quite a pupa. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, look at the pupa on that one. Mm. Your pupa is beautiful. <laughs> you, you like it now. Where do you see when it blossoms? <laughs> That's kind of gross, actually. <sighs> she's a... She's a naughty lady. Yeah. She's a naughty young lady. Naughty, naughty lady. Going to Kohl's and walking out not paying. Uh, Halloween festivities wrapped up Monday night, but it was a busy few hours on the streets of western Massachusetts. Local kids didn't miss the mark on costumes this year, to name a few. Uh, the 22 News crew. 
Guess what they saw? What did they see? We saw police officers and dinosaurs and elves and witches and vampires and, of course, Batman. Oh, my God, that was awesome. Batman! We had two kids. And it was uh, the grandkids of people who lived like two down, doors down from us, and that was that's all we had. I had uh, I had no kids. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah, man. I didn't even have my own kids. I'm just gonna say this for the record. Yeah, because when I saw a picture of this, I thought it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know whether it was Buddy Champ. or Champ. It was Champ. Yeah. Champ went as Steve Nagel as from Rock 102, and hey. that costume was. Fantastic. We have all the stuff. Yeah. yeah we have the shirt. Yep. We have the hat. Yep. Uh, a mark, a washable marker made of goatee. She had a, a, a bald wig. She had a bald thing under. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was a wig. It wasn't a bald cap. It was a, one of those. Uh, like a slim cap? Uh, like a net to put all your hair up in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. whatever that is. The, the, that, that's the thing that you would normally put down to have the bald thing go over your head. Yeah. But we didn't have the bald mask. We just uh, we just had the, uh, the hair net thing. But that picture was well. outstanding. She looks exactly like me. Like, exactly like me. It's almost like she has some yeah. strand of DNA running she, right she, through her. She looks like me before all the high cholesterol and the uh, <laughs> and the money ran out. Well, I yeah. mean, I've only seen a couple of uh, pictures of you as a kid. Yeah. And I got to believe that if you had shaved your head down at, like, the age of 12. Yeah, I would look just, just like, like that. Just like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uncanny. Unbelievable. Uh, hey, uh, you know what? Uh, my... <laughs> You never think your kids want to be like you. No, I listen. Yeah. I I know my kids don't. Um, but yes, I was very. I thought that was a con- nice compliment. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, both of your kids look great, but uh, my God, Champ did a real good job there. Um, but yeah, they had uh, they they had it was uh, they had Halloween last night at, uh, at the Holyoke Mall and the Hampshire, Hampshire Mall. Mall. Yeah. But a lot of people went to the Hampshire Mall for the very first time in their lives. Twelve children are missing. <laughs> Where are they? Oh, they were just hiding behind the old Orange Julius stand. <laughs> they, they, they got behind the locked doors. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, they got the old West theme in here in the Hampshire Mall. Uh, no, that's just tumbleweed <laughs> blowing by. That's like that's that lady with a, all that's the tumbleweed. That's a different tumble- ghost town. Remember the lady last week with all the tumbleweed outside of her house in Colorado and she yeah. couldn't leave? That's what the Hampshire Mall looks like. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be uh, rainy. Uh, with a high of 62 tomorrow sunny with a high of 68 it is 57 right now in downtown springfield i'm steve nagel and that's the news on rock 102 oh yeah rock 102 springfield's classic rock at 649 and alice cooper with bax and nagel and rock 102 cloudy and rainy with a high of 65 today tomorrow sunny with a high of 68 it's 57 right now in downtown springfield hey i'm gonna be a celebrity bartending on thursday uh, this week at Nathan Bills on uh, Island Pond Road in Springfield, uh, Meg's fight for a cure is uh, is to raise money and even some awareness for a Huntington's disease. Uh, Meg uh, Conselmo many years ago, uh, if a few years ago, had the, the juvenile form of Huntington's d- disease, which is a terrible, terrible disease. Her father had it, and it is a uh, it's a condition that tends to have like a fifty fifty chance of being passed down to offspring. Uh, Alyssa Conselmo, Meg's older sister, uh, has it, and her care is going to require uh, a, a, a whole new level of uh, of of of, uh, of concern. They want to build a, a an addition to 
or her mother's house so she can have a bedroom that will be accessible for mm-hmm. for for her for this disease because the care gets very very complicated as it goes on right so it's going to be on uh, on thursday night at uh, at between 5 30 to 8 uh i've known this family for a, for a good long time and i've done a few things for Huntington's disease in the past it is a terrible disease and so i want to do everything i can to make as much money for the Conselmo family as i possibly can so thursday if you can join me uh for uh meg's fight for a cure that would be terrific at nathan bills island pond road thursday from 5 30 to 8 it should be uh we really could use the help so thank you awesome by the way there's gonna be raffle prizes and other uh, ways that you can uh, show your support too yeah it's always a good time over at nathan bills too it is a good Um, time at nathan bills and uh i i i I would imagine that you're going to be doing exactly what you normally do i am going to shake down everybody in that building shake the bucket that's it people donate the bucket there's only one way to really make money at these kinds of events and that is to get in everyone's face and say what are you doing with all of that cash in your pocket are we uh, are we talking about uh, charitable events uh, right now? Or sure. Is it just, yeah. just, if, you, if you've got one to share, well, why I don't want to take away from I, because I don't want to take away from from what you're doing. Well, no, this is this, great, won't, this won't be the last time I talk about this. Um, and I'm trying I'm trying to find this uh, thing now, and now I can't find it. It's uh, I'm doing I'm doing a it's a it's a benefit for a guy who lost his leg. Uh, at the, I'm doing it at the John Boyle Club on Friday night. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm going to be DJing that, and uh, you come by, the tickets are like 20 bucks, and uh, you help a guy who needs a leg. You uh, upstairs or downstairs? Up, well, I would hope a guy with no leg uh, would need to upstairs. I don't think there's accessible to get downstairs <laughs> I, in that I place. I don't, I don't know if there's like a service elevator or, or what. No, but uh, it, it should be a good time, so come on out. And, I've uh, seen people downstairs I that, wish could, I had that, the that couldn't walk on the two legs they had. Uh-huh. I, I've seen people in the downstairs part of the boil where people couldn't walk on the two good legs that they had. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they might as well have had no legs. Oh, look at that little leprechaun. No, he's not a leprechaun. Why, he's just, why is that guy being dragged out of here? He's, he's just curled up in a ball on the floor. Well, that's cool. That'd be yeah. a good event. Yeah. So, uh, well, it is charity stuff. You know, it almost makes you think that we've got like compassion or uh, some level of humanity. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 we're just doing this for clout. Yeah, no, 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 we're not. We're doing it because we actually. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I mean, I'm not doing it for clout. I'm, I'm doing it because you know, I support this family and and you know my uh, my mother's been involved with the uh, hunting disease uh, care for years and and you know it's it's, it's, it's a it's a horrible horrible it's disease. awful yeah. it's awful if you know anything about it yeah. it's just terrible and it's uh, it it really you know robs people of their of their of their lives and and livelihoods and, and it's it's very very hard on the people that have to care for people with the disease it's almost as hard to them as it is anything else so that's coming up on uh, Thursday Nathan Bills and you got your thing uh, Friday at the boil uh yeah, Friday at the boil. Um, we have some time still, don't we? Yeah, yeah. No, let's let's we got another uh, chariot up to to to. to well, uh, uh, Thursday is. Uh, I don't like to do these days thing. I thought we were done with that, but Thursday is National Sandwich Day, right? Oh my God! When I, I feel like I've just been transported into time. And Subway has come up with a strangely specific way to celebrate. First of all, Subway shouldn't be part of anything that describes itself as a sandwich. <laughs> Well, the people that work there are sandwich artists. Yes, I'm sure they are, and they graduate and they go on to better sandwich places. (laughs) 
They're giving away 10,000 foot-long subs to people who are flying later this week and are stuck sitting in the middle seat. But the that idea, sounds like somewhat of a threat. The idea is that you are sandwiched between two other people. To take advantage of the offer, just take a photo of yourself sitting in the middle seat on Thursday, upload it at SubwaySandwichSeat.com. They're accepting injuries on both Thursday and Friday and will randomly choose uh, 10,000 winners. You won't, uh, you won't get uh, a sandwich brought to you on the plane. Thank God. You don't want that vile smelling thing on your plane with you. <laughs> and there's, Instead, other, there's other people in the, uh, in, the, in the plane. You'll get an email within three days with a digital Subway gift card worth 12 bucks. If you're not traveling this week, they have another offer for you. Starting today, there's a buy one, get one free deal on footlongs. To get it, you need to use the promo code FLBOGO on Subway.com or the Subway app. What's the $12 for? Is the footlong now $12? I, you know what? I haven't been. I, I admittedly haven't been to a subway in probably at least six or seven years. So yeah, probably it I mean, is. A five dollar foot long is more than doubled in value. I would imagine so. Let's because uh, I hadn't see. gotten any better. That's for damn sure. Subway menu. Uh, can we look at that up? Subway menu. I bet you there's a way to order. Yeah, order subway. Let's see. Uh, order now. Start an order. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, pick up, uh, let's say, Worcester, Mass, because that's where it's showing where I am right now. And none of these places are open. I, ca- I, ca- I, can't, uh, I can't figure it out. That's not right. You no. should be able to figure it out right away. But, yeah, think about it. Think about, like, uh, I went to McDonald's, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. And it was like it was like almost going out to a restaurant. It was $30. What did you get? Me- I got, uh, I got a, f- a filet of fish meal. Ooh. And then uh, my kids got a couple of Happy Meals, and uh, it was like twenty six. It came to like twenty six dollars. It was ridiculous. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. I gotta tell you, I, you know, it's been so long since I've been to some of these uh, these fast food joints. I'm sorry, uh, good food served quickly uh, joints. That I don't even know what the prices are anymore. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I, mean, I, I don't even. I just, I just typically don't go. So I, if you told me when, you know, what does a Wendy's Frosty cost you now, I'm I couldn't even tell you. I, I have no idea. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. Stuff is getting expensive. Everything's getting pricey, Baxi. <sighs> the average consumer's getting boxed out of the world right now. That's a, that's where this uh, economy is going. Uh, but again, you're not going to reward me with a Subway sandwich because I'm suffering on an airplane. 50% if- off, a, off a foot long should be $2.50. You made your whole, you had a There's- whole business... Uh, yeah, prospect done on a $5 footlong. I think we have a footlong expert on the phone here. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we want to do this or not, but we'll, we'll see. I got n- I got nothing. There's nothing there. Oh, oh there's yeah, one well, there. Okay, all right, let's see. Uh, Rock 102, good morning, who's this? Oh, they see, there we go. Yeah, see, that's not going right, to work that, out. We'll run out of time. It's 6.57 on Rock 102. Bax and Eagle on Rock 102. Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know if any of you are aware of this, but apparently there's some sort of World Series going on. Last night, of course, Game 3 between the Houston Astros and Philadelphia Phillies was postponed by... An insurmountable threat of rain. That game will be delayed to, until tonight in Philadelphia after 8 o'clock. And while I was able to go about my nightly activities without it, I'm sure there were many people who were gravely disappointed about its postponement. Because even though the series is being played between two teams I have absolutely no interest in, 
there are still plenty of people out there who are. I just don't happen to be one of them, and apparently I happen to be in the minority. Get a load of this. According to the latest ratings information, this year's World Series is off to the highest rated start in years. In fact, you almost have to go back all the way to 2019 to find a World Series that people cared about almost as much as this one. Now, in 2019, it was an awful long time ago. That was long before we had a worldwide pandemic. That was back when the iPhone 11 seemed like it would last a lifetime. That's even back when Kanye West still had something called credibility and financial assets. Yet, according to reports, Game 1 of the series drew reported 11.6 million viewers. That's an increase of 5% from the year before. 11.6 million people. Can you imagine that? Of course, there are 332 million people in this country, meaning there are still 320.4 million people who found other things to do. But I should point out that was the highest rating for a World Series game. I should actually that the highest rating for a World Series game was all the way back in 1975, Game Seven between the Boston Red Sox and Cincinnati Reds, which generated an audience of 51.5 million people. Of course, you only had two other networks, and the U.S. population was only 221 million. But that was a series that people actually cared about because it involved teams that people wanted to see. Of course, the Red Sox lost that game, prolonging years of misery and heartache, but that's hardly the point. Just know that I might not be among the 11.6 million people who are into that thing for the long haul. Not when there's a whole backlog of Dr. Pimple Popper episodes to watch on my DVR, there's not. But hey, never mind yappin'. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get the Stanley Wonder Bar, 10 bucks at Rocky's. Get a set of Irwin Spade Bits, 10 bucks. Get a set of DeWalt Blades for your reciprocating saw, 10 bucks. It's the 10 buck tool sale. Bits and blades and hand tools all month long at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 709 in the Kinks with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be rainy today with a high of 65. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 68. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Um, Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com will be joining us after uh, 8 o'clock. We're going to talk about some scams and how you can screw people you know. Oh, I would love to do that. I love screwing people I know. Yeah, who doesn't? Um, so I told you, uh, you know, obviously last year, uh, my mother passed away, uh, that last November, it was almost, almost been a year. Can you believe that or not? Wow. And, uh, my, my sister who had, uh, who had taken care of my mom, uh, was now, uh, tasked with taking care of her dog who the dog was like 17 years old. It was a little, uh, shizu, if you say, I don't <laughs> want to say that word at that, a- at that age. I mean, they all are. Yeah, but yeah, they are, and uh, and the dog, like you know, she she lo- she cared for the dog. She loved the dog, mm-hmm. uh, but the dog, you know, obviously needed care, and 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 uh, the health was starting to deteriorate on the dog. The and dog's then, insurance rates were going yeah, up. It's got a heart murmur. It's got you know all these uh, things, and then to the point now where the dog uh, <clears throat> finally wasn't able to start moving. Right, uh, like uh, able to get himself up, so mm-hmm. she made the uh, you know the sad decision to to to, to put little Sweet Pea down. Uh, Sweet Pea, that's uh, that's what my mother called him, Sweet Pea. Sweet. She pea. had inherited him. Uh, his name was Trouble, and then uh, she changed it to Sweet Pea. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. So for thirteen years, 
This dog was nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. But yeah. still called him Sweet Pea well, anyway. No, actually, he was only, it was the early part of his life he was called Trouble, and then he was called Sweet Pea for about 13 years. Understood. Um, and uh, so my sister, uh, you know, it's never easy when you have to take a pet uh, to the vet for that particular reason. No, of course not. So she uh, she brought uh, Sweet Pea down to her uh, her vet down in Georgia. And uh, as um, as they examine the dog, uh, a vet tech comes in dressed as a cat. Like in it's a, Halloween. In a cat suit, because it's Halloween. <laughs> First of all, do you think it's a good idea to be wearing costumes around a vet's office? Like, I really don't think that, you know, when you're dealing with uh, something that's... Uh, Emotional. Uh, do you really think that the person you want to see uh, taking care of your pet right. is well, I dressed think, in an outfit? I think it depends on what they're there to do. If they're, you know, uh, taking in your pet mm-hmm. for a regular checkup, yeah, or maybe uh, for a couple of shots, like a parvo shot, yeah. perhaps. Then, uh, yeah, no, I think the I think the costume is not totally inappropriate, but I think to put a dog down yeah i think the last thing the dog wants to see is a gigantic cat well you know and that's the kind and i said was was that the person that you know did the deed and she said no that was the tech who set up the iv and all that stuff to put into the dog you know before they they put the medicine in i mean can you imagine what the dog would be thinking well that's what i'm saying i'm like you're (laughs) the well this was a little ironic don't you think your entire life You've hated cats. You, you just you can't stand cats. And the very executioner is a cat. <laughs> and, I, and I said, yeah. did, did, and, and, and it, had, it said Fluffy on the, on the name tag of the cat. Yeah. Uh, it's like, did Fluffy say uh, to Sweet Pea? Yeah, what do you think about this now, huh? Huh? Look at this role change, huh? Hmm? Huh? Yeah. It's okay, fl- Sweet Pea. This will all be over before you know it. So then uh, she's telling me that, and then uh, you know, and, and he's now at the Rainbow Bridge. Sure, uh, he's he's doing all his Rainbow Bridge stuff. Yeah, now. yeah. Rainbow and Bridge re- and left and right. Rest in peace, sweet pea. Um, but then I'm watching. Uh, I'm, I'm on Reddit <laughs> yesterday, and I'm watching uh, this, these videos, and it, one of them was this guy. This woman is giving birth uh, on Halloween. Right? Right. And the doctor is dressed as the Joker. <laughs> like like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Yeah, like yeah. And, and and he's and this guy he what this guy did, he was the dad. He made this video and the doctor's explaining all these things, but he he dubs all that over with audio from the movie right. of him talking about like taking the spirit from the you know and he, all the descriptions of the horror, horrific things that the Joker would do. I mean, I, I could yeah. accept like a Cesar Romero Joker. I mean, that I, I could accept that one. Maybe in the Jack, uh, the, you know, the Jack Nicholson one, but yeah. uh, not the scary, frightening one. Um, you know, I, I I appreciate people who like you know dress up and want to make it fun for patients and things like that. But there are, I think, there are certain jobs within a hospital. That you shouldn't be dressing up as somebody at least horrific or or in a lighthearted manner, 
uh, dealing with with something yeah. like in an emergency situation. Remember that movie with uh, with uh, Robin Williams, Patch yeah. Adams, where oh, he, yeah, where yeah, he yeah. played uh, a wise Kraken doctor, right? And he would go into like a into like this uh, this this you know <laughs> this juvenile wing. Uh, with like a clown's nose, mm-hmm. and that was that was funny. But can you imagine going through, say, like a terminal wing with a with a grim reaper costume? I mean, it just it, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be appropriate. Or, or even like, uh, let's say you have some sort of traumatic event, uh, like you're in a car accident and uh, you're bleeding, and uh, yeah. you get to the trauma room, and uh, there's a guy dressed like the doctor's dressed like Michael Myers. Yeah, like, right. Le- like gonna... le- Leatherface is, right. is the guy right. yeah. that's going to amputate your toes because you didn't take care of your diabetes. This might not be the appropriate outfit for <laughs> what we're dealing with here. <laughs> Which is maybe yeah. why, in certain professional settings, Halloween should be maybe something you do when you're off your shift. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, uh, you know, my my friend Kelly who works down at the uh, the Sister Caritas Center, the the yeah. cancer center. They, they she had pictures up. They were all dressed as as like uh, cowgirls. All, all the nurses were dressed as cowgirls for all the cancer patients. Mm-hmm. Coming. That's okay. That's like okay, uplifting, uh, you know, costumes and and things like that, and you. You're trying to get people who are dealing with a grim situation to, to have a little smile on their face. You're well, making, I mean, unless you're, you're in the hospital for like hoof and mouth disease. No, but but this is this is specifically a cancer a cancer treatment center. Sure. So you're 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 getting chemo treatments and and all all that and whatnot. So it's not like you're dealing with you know traumatic injuries or somebody who's delivering a baby. Yeah. Where if you're you're in labor and the Joker shows up in your room. <laughs> Yeah, Knowing like, that the Joker exploded a hospital in the dark night. Yeah, you like know, if, Fre- uh, if Freddy Krueger is delivering your yeah, baby, right, like, all yeah, of a sudden, the, yeah, the, that might be a little different. This is not the, not the time or the place. There's a time and a place for everything. So hey, I, Edward Scissorhands, would you would you mind yeah. cutting the umbilical cord? Ooh, fa with the Edward Scissors hands. How are, are you, you supposed, supposed to go to, go to the, the toilet? toilet? Um, but yeah, so it's it just an odd uh, item to wear. When you're putting a dog down or delivering a baby, did you just, did your sister say anything? I mean, or did you no, just or did you just because, just point out the irony of the whole situation? Uh, apparently, Fluffy had had some things to say about uh, you know because because vets don't want to see a, an animal put down like they really don't like no. that. That's one of the things. It's not like they're in there for the business of putting animals down. If anything, they're going to try to prolong the life of the animal, so you keep coming back, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, th- there was a lot of decision that went into... Th- it wasn't like, hey, I'm just taking the dog to the vet today and we're putting him down. Right. He had deteriorating health issues, and so much to the point where even the vets couldn't really help him uh, recover from his... He's old. He was an old dog. He was getting arthritis in his legs and things like that. It's like... How much do you want to put this animal through any more suffering? No, I totally get it. Through. I think any any pet owner at some point right. you know, has to make that decision, yeah. and, and sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't, and you know you, you're stuck with a with an animal that's suffering. Well, but, I mean, you know, and for 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 what it's worth, you know, her original intention was, well, you know, let's uh, you know do this the way God intended, and and the dog will hopefully die peacefully in his sleep or something like that. And that unfortunately didn't get to that point. You know, the dog had trouble getting up 
uh, started being incontinent and, and and things like that. So right. it was it was time for it to go. But uh, but in its final moments. But but yeah, Fluffy <laughs> Fluffy's like uh, giving a little guilt trip on yeah. the side there. Like, as he's, I don't know. Do you think this is because of the heart murmur that he's dealing with? And the and and the uh, as he's just packing now yeah. for the rainbow to, to crawl him over the rainbow bridge. That would probably not be the send-off I would hope for. The last thing you see is the one thing you hated your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost like cruel euthanasia. Yeah and, yeah, and that's the one that's administering the shot. That sucks. Poor sweet Poor pea. sweet pea. <laughs> <laughs> it's 720 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It feels classic rock. It's 727 in the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be rainy uh, for the good part of this morning and then cloudy by this afternoon with a high of 65. Sunny tomorrow with a high of 68. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool is underway at rock102.com. It's your call football. And I don't mean to brag, but I am crushing Pat Kelly by as many as two picks. I got uh, 69 picks so far uh, this season and uh, to his 67. And uh, third place among the staff is Sandy, who's got uh, 36. <laughs> oh, how about that? Mopping the floor with everybody in this place. But anyway, you can participate, too. Uh, wi- weekly winners get a $50 gift certificate at Geo's Pizzeria in Hamden, uh, the way you like it. Pizza the way you like it. Overall season winner gets a $500 cash card, courtesy of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. So check the stats. Go with your gut and play Rock 102. Pros pick pool from Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics and Rock 102. Springfield's classic rock. Yeah, I'm looking at all the uh, the concerts coming up in the area, you know, for locally anyway. Yeah. That Race Street uh, live in Holyoke. Let me tell you they something. They Dinosaur Jr. coming there on the 23rd. I, I know. I've been trying uh, desperately to get uh, one of those guys, either Lou or, or uh, Jay Maskus, to be uh, on the podcast and uh, not having a hell of a lot of luck. But, yeah, great. I mean, they, they have been doing great shows over there uh, for a while, and that's, yeah. a, and that's a real good one. Yeah, I uh, I'd like to go see that. They're, Hell yeah. they're they're there for like three nights. Well, I mean they're they're yeah. from Amherst, so it's like uh, right. you know that's at, that's like a local homecoming right there. And then uh, Dan Williams is going to be at the Bombix Center for the Arts in, in something in Northampton. Uh, our Dan Williams. Uh, oh, Dar Williams. Sorry. Dar Williams. Sorry. Yeah, that's... it looked like it said Dan Williams, and uh, you know. Yeah. No. No. I mean, uh, he's, probably, he's on his solo tour. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped Kim. Yeah, no, he didn't. No, uh, as far yeah. as the entertainment. Portion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, they, listen. Ray Street's been doing a, a good job. There's a couple of venues that they, I think you know really deserve some credit for what they've been able to uh, to bring in. It's really cool. Yeah, uh, we got we got some good stuff around this area. I'm telling you what, you would think that Western Mass is like this big ghost town of entertainment. It's not. It's not a ghost town at all. There's a lot of vibrant. Exciting shows that are coming to the area. Hey, the Theodore's has uh, blues music all the time down there. I know. uh, That's where a lot of of those guys hang out. I know. Kiefer Sutherland showed up there once and just started playing. I I know. It's unbelievable. Can you imagine that? You're eating your your, your burnt ends and all of a sudden Kiefer Sutherland is, uh, is playing? That would be unbelievable. That would be beyond believable. Um, exactly. 
Anyway, look anyway. at the time. It's 7.30. We have news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Cloudy skies this morning with a couple of spot showers around. It'll be damp but mild. This afternoon, lots of clouds, a few sunny breaks, but only a spot shower here or there. The bulk of the day will be dry today with high temperatures in the mid-60s. For tonight, partial clearing, some patchy fog. Temperatures fall into the 40s. For tomorrow, we're going to have lots of sunshine, a beautiful day with highs in the middle and upper 60s. The wind will be light. And for Thursday, lots of sunshine, just slightly cooler but Really nice highs in the low to mid-60s and Friday with sunshine. We're back into the upper 60s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. All right, if you've got uh, some some problems in your basement, maybe you got some leaky pipes and, and this pump thing isn't working for you down there, do you even know what's going on with your water system? Do you even know how that water system works? Well, if you don't, then you need to call the experts. And the experts are the folks over at Aquapump. They're the experts on all water supply systems. They install, service, and repair well pumps and tanks for all wells and carry a complete line of submersible and jet pumps, water filters, and supplies. They also specialize in treating contaminated water. So do it once and do it right. Find out more at aquapump.com, only in Stafford, Connecticut. Imagine a job where every day is an opportunity to collaborate and contribute, helping to make products that make a difference. Eppendorf is a leading life sciences company seeking motivated individuals to join our manufacturing team in Enfield. Enjoy a competitive rewards package including health, financial, and education benefits. No experience necessary. If you're ready to work, we're ready to train you. Launch your career at Eppendorf. Apply today at corporate.eppendorf.com. 7.32 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Serviu Locksmith. They got a key for that. St. James Avenue in Springfield or serviulocksmith.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Chickabee police are dealing with an accident involving a car and a tractor trailer this morning. It's on Burnett Road, not far from the Mass Pike, uh, the I-291 interchange. Uh, the 22 News uh, crew could see what appears to be a car wedged underneath that tractor trailer. Mm. It looks pretty nasty. Um, so it's probably going to take a long time for, for this to be investigated. And uh, traffic is backed up in both directions. Uh, we'll try to give you more updates uh, if we can, if we get them. Um, did you uh, did you see the lady? Uh, did you have the pictures of that lady in West Springfield? I did see them, yeah. yeah. The West Springfield police are asking for the public's help in identifying an alleged shoplifting suspect. Uh, the West Springfield police say the suspect has allegedly shoplifted from a business in the city at least three times. All right, well, let's go back into the uh, let's go back into the pictures. Okay, uh, she looks uh, it's she looks like it's bad bitch o'clock is what it looks like down there. It looks like because uh, you know there's a couple of pictures of her here and it all looks like she's got that scowl on her face like i am gonna walk out of here with all with, kinds of merchandise with all kinds of things now we didn't ever tell you what store it is but she has a bag in the cart that says ohls o-h-l apostrophe s what is, business could that be uh five below in, yeah maybe maybe uh let's see what else uh ray Moore and flanagan that could be too mm-hmm. uh yep. crazy seafood yes yeah, she's walking on a crazy seafood with crab legs in a cart. Uh, I don't think there's any legs along with the crabs. But, uh, uh, I, I yeah. don't. Uh, I don't know. It's um, hard to judge a book by its cover. But yeah, she's uh, she's got this like tank top thing on, showing off all her tattoos, which I'm sure were very costly. Uh, and she's got the cell phone in the boob. Do you see that? Yes, uh, tucked away into the bosoms. The bosom phone. Yes. So if, uh, for example, she had like a one last phone call before being arrested, 
she could probably either you I don't know if she'll be able to use the cell phone, but uh, yeah. that's where she keeps it. Siri, call my stepdad. <laughs> you know, I listen. I, I understand times are tough, and and I understand that uh, you know it ain't easy. Uh, you know, buying a package of tube socks or underpants or you know whatever you need. Uh, you know, sometimes you you get a notion in your head that I can't afford these tube socks and I can't afford these underpants. The only thing I can afford is maybe bail. Yeah. Or another tattoo. I'm gonna walk out of that door and knowing ain't no one gonna stop me. I uh, I have receipts for all this stuff. Call my son's girlfriend. She gave me all this stuff to return. I had Cole's cash. You know, the thing about this is uh, the cameras, uh, the security cameras in this particular store yeah. are outstanding. Well, uh, you, the, the, you, you can see every bit of her. If, if there's someone that can't identify her, then she must be from out of town and has never been seen in this location before, it, even though this is her third time. It, well, she's, I think she's familiar with the area. <laughs> she definitely knew what departments to, to, to steal stuff from. Uh, I would not confront this woman. No. Oh, no, no, She no. looks like uh, she could lay a beat down if she had to. She, I, you know, she seems to be the kind of person that would, uh, you know, punch you right in the suck if you tried to say, hey, you can't walk out that door with that stolen merchandise. Oh, yeah. Pop, right in the, right in the, right in the puss. She, uh, she looks like uh, she could crack a lobster with her hands, her bare hands. Yeah, just like, you know, twist it around. Twist it right off. Yeah, right. The uh, Springfield Detective Bureau, a police detective bureau, is asking for help in identifying two suspects in a car theft. Uh, according to Springfield Police, the car was stolen from Birchland Avenue between May 29th and 30th and has since been recovered. The police are asking if you have any information on whether you can identify these suspects that they have on their uh, Facebook page. You're asked to call the Detective Bureau. Now, these two guys, I'm not sure where this camera is from. Uh, they must have piece together some evidence to to see uh, these are the two guys that did this it looks mm. like almost like a bank like maybe from an atm or i haven't seen this picture yeah they're they're like look there's two guys and they're both wearing uh masks uh, good thing that they're uh, wearing masks in the vehicle together you, you uh, never you never COVID. know um yeah i always i always appreciate the criminal who's uh health savvy mm-hmm. oh yeah no listen, listen i don't want to uh <clears throat> give you covid well, all right, then wear a mask in the car. How come you never? And you know, maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, too fixated on uh, fictional uh, criminals. Mm-hmm. How come you never ever hear of a criminal being labeled as a master of disguise? I don't know. Well, probably because uh, you don't know those people. If they're master of disguises, then you would never know who they are. I know, but you never hear like a police department. You're looking for a particular suspect who happens to be a master of disguise. You never hear that. Only like in uh, like like on television shows. Yeah, but that's really what I would like to see: someone who is a yeah. master of disguise. That lady at Cole's, uh, or I'm sorry, Ols. Yeah, uh, looks like she'd be a master of puppets rather than a master of disguise. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Hey, uh, as a post-pandemic future is ahead of us, QSR Magazine wonders how much exactly CEOs of fast food chain restaurants uh, trading on the stock market are making. And I'm more curious about what QSR uh, Magazine is all about. I have no idea. QSR compiled a list of the highest paid CEOs of publicly traded U.S.-based quick service companies using recent SEC filings. Are you ready? Yep. Todd Penegor from Wendy's, 
Base salary, $1 million. Okay. Stock awards of $3 million. And an option awards of $2 million. Total, all in all, $9 million. You know, have you had uh, have you had a Frosty yeah, in your I've lifetime? A, I've had a Frosty. Then I have to think this guy's worth every penny. Yes. I do love myself a Frosty. They make vanilla ones now, too. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose Sill from RBI. What is RBI? Have you ever seen that? Uh, is that the, the company that owns Arby's? RBI? Uh, Just guessing. Let's see. RBI corporate profile brands. Let's see. RBI owns four iconic uh, Burger King, Tim Hortons, Popeyes, and Firehouse Subs. You know what? Uh, Popeyes is an exceptional product. We just have to have that chicken sandwich to yeah. know that's the, the truth. They couldn't pay this guy enough. $13 million. Brian Nickel from Chipotle, yep. $17 million. Mm. Christopher Kosemski from McDonald's, $20 million. Starbucks, $20 million. Yep. Uh, $23 million for Krispy Kreme, which is really surprising. I don't find it to be that great. It's I don't. They were great when they were like made fresh all the time. They, they, I remember when they first came out with one of these. It was a Krispy Kreme down in uh, off the Berlin Turnpike. Sure, it was. I don't know what town that's in, but it was. Uh, it was down in Connecticut, and they had the Krispy Kreme. And I worked for a radio station at the time. We were doing this big promotion with the Krispy because. Oh, my goodness, the Krispy Kremes are in town. And we went and got a bunch of dozens of donuts from this place, and they were delicious because when the red light's blinking, that means or red light's on, that means they're making the fresh hot donuts. I see. And then all of a sudden, they sold out, and all you can you usually can only find them in like a 7-Eleven, like on the, like their prepackaged foods like Hostess cakes. Yeah. You know, my, uh, I don't know, uh, every time I've had a Krispy Kreme, it always came out of the box kind of, wet yeah i don't like a wet donut i don't mind a wet filling i just don't want the wet outside of the donut yes but that's, that's, a, that's what makes a big it so delicious no no yeah. that's what makes it kind of gross mm, i disagree with you there are much better donuts in the world than that you wouldn't get a wet donut from a donut dip no because they wouldn't serve a wet donut you don't think when it's uh, hot and fresh uh, they would it would be uh, kind of kind of wet I wonder if you can ask for a wet donut, a donut dip. <laughs> I wouldn't want a wet donut, but those, but like one of them sour cream donuts, mm-hmm. they're not wet. They're they're glazed and delicious, but you know, I don't I don't like it drippy. Uh, David, unless it's jelly. Ooh, jelly. Now I'm wanting donuts all of a sudden. Uh, David Gibbs, the uh, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC, and Habit Burger, which I've never heard of. Never heard Habit of that. Burger. Twenty-seven million dollars. Damn. Michael Ansalou from Portillo's. Have you ever heard of Portillo's? Portillo's? No. Thirty-one million dollars. That it's so weird. We haven't. Heard, I haven't heard of that. A Portillo's beef burgers, salads, mostly a California-based uh, restaurant. Jonathan Newman of Sweet Green, thirty-eight million dollars. Again, I've never heard Sweet of that. Sweet Green. Yeah. What the hell's that? And uh, that sounds like something that's healthy. The highest-paid one is Joth Joth Ricky. From the Dutch Brothers, $62 million a year. Dutch Brothers? Yeah. What do they do? Oh, they make coffee. In a Dutch oven? I don't know. Yeah? Ever had the Dutch oven? No. I've given uh, several of them, though, over the <laughs> I years. I bet you yeah, have. I bet you I have. Yeah. That, 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 it's it's kind of... That's you know, listen. A ridiculous I, amount of money for people. I'm not the kind of person that's going to sit and, and, uh, and bellyache about how much a dude is making, but, you know... 
for you know for something like that, it doesn't seem to really uh, justify a thirty-eight million dollar salary. What does this guy do? Play in the NBA? Well, he runs a successful company. I guess. I guess if you're a successful uh, CEO, you tend to make your salary the way you want it to be. Right? I guess. The board decides, hey, yeah, you know what? You're doing a great job. We'll give you $62 million for running this place. You know, listen, I could easily live on a million dollars a year. I would find a way to squeeze through my day mm-hmm. with that kind of uh, money coming in. If I wanted to invest that extra cash that I could be taking from myself and put it right back into the business, that would make sense. That way... My employees and my investors could all share in the wealth. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and like, like I, like I would ever be in that kind of position. An AT&T store in Oklahoma was ransacked early Sunday morning, and the burglars thought they were being smart by cutting the power to the store before breaking a window to get in. Ooh, now yeah, that's like go. a master of uh, of schemes. <laughs> but if the power had been on, there may have been enough light for the thieves to realize that one of them had left their personal cell phone in the store. Oh, Jesus. Police showed up, noticed the used phone, took it into evidence. After they left, the thief went back and told the employees that he recently left his phone there, but they told him they didn't have it, so he left. Then the employees called the police, reported the car uh, the guy was driving, and they tracked him down. When the police approached the vehicle, they asked him for his name, and he said he was Matt Damon. Matt Damon? Yeah, this guy really didn't think this whole thing through. Yeah, no kidding. I would have said Ben Affleck in a heartbeat. I know. Nobody would have believed you. Or no, it was more believable that uh, Ben Affleck would be robbing a cell phone store than Matt Damon. Than Matt Damon, please. Uh, His name name is Dylan Slack, and he he and his father, David McCulloch, were arrested for burglary and false impersonation. Oh, your own son gave you in, turned you away. Well, you know, uh, honestly... You know, if you're that much of a jerk, of course your kids are going to turn you in. Yeah. Uh, and they look like they're from, you know, they look like those guys on the on the deliverance, the one, the kid that was hanging in the tree with the banjo. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird looking mm-hmm. kid. Oh, uh, I left my cell phone in here the other day. You know, my- I, I, I never leave my cell phone out of my, uh, out of my sight. My dad and I dropped it while we were robbing, I mean, uh, buying minutes <laughs> for our Go phone. <laughs> <laughs> we are yeah adding some time to yeah. this uh, this burner we've got. Yeah, we had this big heist. I mean, uh, operation go. I mean, uh, we had uh, we were in here searching for uh, bomber phones. <laughs> you know, he's been out of office for a while, right? Yeah, well, they still call them bomber phones anyway, don't they? It's your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast. It's going to be rainy today with a high of 65. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 68. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. From the grocery store to the... To Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.50 and Billy Idol with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Cloudy uh, today with a high of 66. Going to see some rain showers throughout the morning as well. And uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 69. Giggity, it's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Hard to believe the Mayflower Marathon is uh, just 20 days away from today, but it is. Uh, We'll be broadcasting for 52 hours starting on Monday the 21st and ending on uh, Wednesday the 23rd from outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. That's our new location. You go to the old location, you won't find us there. We will only be at the new one. Uh, the goal is to fill three 48-foot trailers with non-perishable food donations for the Springfield Open Pantry, who desperately need the help. You can start your collection now at work, at school, at home, around the neighborhood. 
You can even donate online at rock102.com. Thanks to all of our sponsors, including Capital Moving and Storage, Manny's Appliances, Xfinity, Camping World of West Springfield, 413 Dumpsters, and many more. Get all the details about the Mayflower Marathon at rock102.com. The Mayflower Marathon brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai, Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, and Liberty Bank on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. What do you say we get this party started? Yes, Steve, go. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. You know, I told you I did uh, my last wedding over the weekend uh, as a a business. Yes. I'll be be doing uh, some pro boner work. Uh, in the, in in the future, you may also go to a wedding as a guest. Yeah, I I I, I actually am going to a wedding as a guest, which is weird. Kind of feels out of place, isn't it? Well, because I've done so many, I've probably done over 150 weddings in the last you know eight to ten years, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I'm finally going to be a guest at one. And 148 of them are no longer married, but nevertheless, that's not my problem. Listen, I got the money before you split it up between the two of you, so at least make it happen. Yeah, you don't have to give back a half. But a uh, video has gone viral of a uh, a white woman giving a cringeworthy wedding speech to a mixed-race bride and groom. The more she talks, she brings the more she brings up race, and you can hear the guests in the background getting increasingly uncomfortable. Oh, boy. Hi, I'm Shannon. I don't quite know Anthony that well, but Tracy talked about you, like, nonstop. <laughs> Seriously. And she'd be like, I mean, don't give me that. I'm like, I don't care. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. You guys are so cute together. Tell death to his heart, Anthony. Seriously. You better take care of my girl. Because if you don't, I know where you live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'll make it stop. Make it stop. Racist, you guys. I'm just saying, okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> be racist, okay? No. Just kidding. Just kidding. Of course, you guys are going to get the, like, animation couples. Oh, my God. No, seriously. You, you guys Ugh. are Oh, my God. It hurts. Like, bless you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my here's, God. Here's something you get. You got to remember. Know your audience. Yeah. And you know what? Um, if no one is laughing, you don't have to say, but seriously. Yeah. Or I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. You, yeah. Don't, you don't have to say that. You just say... Congratulations, and you walk off. Yeah, that's the, you. sometimes that's the best thing you can do. And then uh, thank you for ruining my wedding as well. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for making my wedding suddenly all about you. There's uh, uh, some good news: a nine-year-old boy uh, born with uh, spina bifida was rewarded with free McDonald's fries for an entire year for his custom fresh French fry outfit for Halloween. Here's the moment Blake Momfer got the uh, year-long supply of fries during a Halloween party. At a McDonald's thrown for him and his family. Since you are our number one biggest French fry fan, with French fries for a year for free. You know, know, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I think you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. The amount of fries that I could put away in an entire year would bankrupt that company. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, maybe you have like a, like a five year old kid. You give him a, like like small fries every day for the rest of uh, for the rest of the year. But if you were to give that to guys like you or me, yeah. I don't think they realize the kind of hole they would put themselves in. Well, I, I'm I'm more concerned with the fact that uh, oh yeah, you're dealing with this awful condition that you have. 
but here's cholesterol. <laughs> Would you like to be a diabetic as well? Here's some extra salt Someday. too. That'll yeah. that'll be good for you. I mean, the, if you look at the picture, the kid is obviously really cute, and you know he's very deserving of his sure. prize because he did have a very uh, unique French fry costume. But uh, the idea that you're rewarding him with garbage is yeah. <laughs> like. I mean, they are good fries, but yeah, not I every know. day. I don't a know. whole I, year's I, worth of it, French fries. Is it wrong to infuse a kid with as many saturated fats as you can pump into his system? No, I, I don't think so. Uh, drivers on the, uh, this is what, clip number three now we're on? Yes. Four? I don't know. what. Drivers of the 405 freeway in Los Angeles witnessed a man in a wheelchair almost stop traffic completely. Here's a clip from the video when the man is slowly wheeling down the freeway as cars zoom by. In a wheelchair. <laughs> well, he was out. He had adopted a highway, and he was out there repainting the lines to yeah. make it make it more comfortable for him and his wheelchair to accommodate. What do you got there? Six volt? I did you a favor? <laughs> and uh, it's a two lane comfort cruise. Here, here's something a lot of parents can relate to. This is a clip number four. A teenager missed her bus, so she woke up her dad to take her to school. Then on the way, she told him she forgot her backpack. What came next was a big dad rant, you know, a, a huge okay. dad rant. Okay. Uh, would you have got, gone into a dad rant over this? I might have gone into a rant, yeah. Uh, they did end up returning home to get the backpack, and she thanks him uh, at the end. Uh, he's still mad, though. Uh, she calls him Andreas, so it might be a stepdad. So let's see what happens All right. here. There is no way in hell I'm turning this car around. Do you understand me? You better grab a rock and a chisel before you walk into that classroom because that's what you're going to be using to take notes. you got to get your head out of your ass and instead of focusing on looking like a traffic cone in the morning, you should be worried about getting on the bus in time instead of waking me up to take your sorry ass to school at 6 a.m. Whoa! Damn! Dad. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Wow. That's... You know, I... Uh... You know, there are people who are complaining about the fact that this guy is yelling. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with the way this man is reacting well, to. Well, I mean, it may be a little heavy handed, you know, using yeah. profanity against your kid or whatever. But I mean, the fact of the matter is he's was, not wrong. But that wasn't even really profanity. I've heard my father say much worse <laughs> things to me. And then there were no negative results as a result. No, of it. none at all. None whatsoever. Uh, but it is annoying sometimes when you are trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Or let's say you're trying to enjoy sleep. The kid's responsible. Yeah, kid's old enough to be responsible enough to get themselves up and get them out the door for school. Absolutely. And then when you have to drive that kid to school, and then halfway there she goes, I forgot my backpack. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> there are, there, I mean, believe me, there are times when I want to... Uh, if I had any more hair on my head, I'd pull it out. Of course, because you know? you're a parent. That's what parents do. Right. And the, the thing I don't really enjoy is watching. A, this guy ha obviously had a weak moment. <laughs> and these kids tape you. That's their thing. That's yeah. their thing. Hey, let's uh, let's tape the guy. And, uh, you know, uh, can you imagine if I had uh, taped all the things my dad got into? Uh, that, that we, we'd be viral all year long. And uh, that is now here this. It's 759 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
This week it's a Thunderbird Thursday. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, we live in a society of rules. These rules are meant to keep order, to avoid chaos, and to avert the unnecessary collapse of everything that we hold dear. This is why you're not supposed to bring more than 12 items to the Express Lane Checkout. It's why you're not supposed to rip tags off of mattresses. This is why you're not supposed to park in a tollway zone. Without these rules, we're suddenly living in a lawless form of anarchy. And believe you me, nobody wants to live that way unless you're some sort of nutcase. The same situation applies to the NBA. Without a carefully crafted set of rules, you'd have teams and players overstepping their boundaries constantly. And in some situations, they already are. For example, yesterday the NBA announced that the Philadelphia 76ers will be forced to forego two future second-round draft picks. This comes after an investigation confirmed that the team had violated what is among the most essential rules in the NBA, tampering with potential free agents ahead of the designated allowable time to do so. Those bastards! According to reports, the Sixers were in violation of this rule when they signed forward P.J. Tucker and Daniel House Jr. before they were allowed to do so by setting mid-level and by annual exceptions. If I had any idea what that meant, I would be completely outraged. As it turns out, the Sixers are not the only team under the microscope when it comes to this sort of thing. In fact, similar investigations are going on right now with several other teams, such as the New York Knicks and the Dallas Mavericks. But only the Sixers, so far, will be losing second-round draft picks in 2023 and in 2024. Listen, the reason you have rules in the first place is to make sure that things that nobody understands don't happen. Otherwise, the league will be nothing more than an unmanageable nightmare. Listen, I don't need to understand every rule to know that something isn't right. All I need to know is that something stinks in the NBA, and I'm just glad it's not the Boston Celtics, because at the end of the day, that's not really all I cared about in the first place. But hey, in my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You got a drippy faucet or a leaky toilet? Go see Dave at the Liberty Street Rockies. He knows the difference between a ball cock and a flapper valve. Good people like Dave and rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 811 and Aerosmith with Baxter Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, cloudy and rainy today with a high of 66. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 69. Giggity, it's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Perfect day for a scam. It's always a good day for a scam. On the phones right now uh, from Scamicide.com, it's attorney Steve Weissman. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Terrific. How are you guys doing? Uh, good. I don't All know right. if you heard me talking last week. Uh, you know, I mean, how long have you and I known each other? 20 years, maybe? Something around there? I'm a yeah, I think so. It's at least that long. And you would think after all the conversations that we've had about scams and <laughs> identity theft that I would know enough not to allow this garbage to happen to me. But it did. After reviewing some uh, some credit card bills, I found out I was being charged every month, 1995, by some company I've not only never heard of, I've never dealt with them before. So... And these are charges that went all the way back to, to 2020. And yet they were so inconspicuous on the bill, I never noticed yep. it until I went back and really looked hard at it. And so I'm guilty as charged for not paying close enough attention to my mm. expenses. 
You know what? Don't be too hard on yourself uh, because this happens to anybody. And anybody that thinks that they can't be scammed, oh, yeah, they can be scammed. And that's the problem is some of these things, and like you say, it, it looks like a little bit of amount, but it really adds up. Very often how this works is um, not just on your credit card but on your phone bill. And uh, what happens is you go to like, oh, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, event where you you sign up to receive a, uh, there's like a, a lottery or an auction for some, you know, some, I don't know, some prize. But on the back in the fine print, they sign you up for these uh, these various continuing uh uh, cost and uh, this is this happens a lot. The phone companies actually got into real trouble a few years ago because they were complicit with it and they were getting a piece of the action. But uh, were you able to straighten it out with your credit card company? So I did. Yeah. It's, so they, they not only you know canceled the card I had, they gave me a new one, delivered it the next day, and then I just got credited all the charges that I was Good. assessed over the course of you know since 2020. So. All of it's been resolved, but you know it's it's just so maddening that you know <laughs> there's a party that's like, how did I not notice this? Well, you you know what? It looks like any other charge on the bill, and that's and, and that's th- the frightening part about it. Yeah, and sometimes what you'll also see is uh, they re- they do a test run if they have your credit card, and you'll see some just uh, four ninety five something, and um, you know certain lawyers who specialize in this I know have had issues where they see and go, eh, what the hell. And that's what happened, and that's what they count. They figure, well, it's a small thing; it must be, you know, it must be real, and it's no big deal. But that's how they find out that you're you're not paying attention, and that's when they start uh, jamming you for twenty bucks a month can uh, really add up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, can I write a guest blog for your website to talk about how stupid people are for not checking their bill for <laughs> almost two years before realizing, okay. oh, I think I've been scammed out of seven hundred dollars or so. <laughs> Well, Steve, you remind me of there was a a great George Carlin line, and he he said, think how stupid the average person is. And he said, and now remember that half the people are dumber than that. So, you know, we all have. Yeah, yeah. Well, half of this show is dumber than the other half. How about that? No question about that. So... You know, we 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 uh, we heard a, uh, an incident last week with a with a kid up in Amherst who was uh, pumping gas, and then uh, yeah. this lady comes out. Did you hear this story? I did. So they said the yeah, lady. She she's looking for for extra money because she doesn't have her gas and her card doesn't work. So she convinces this kid to to scan his card so you know he can give her some gas money and she was going to mail him a check. Uh, it turns out that that uh, that thing that that was on the gas pump was one of those card skimmer the things. Skimmer. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those things where, you know, my motto, things aren't as bad as you think, they're far worse. You know, I'll see some of these stories and they'll say, you know, you, you feel around where you put in the card and uh, you'll be able to see if something's been attached. That The kind of technology for that, uh, that was what it was about five, ten years ago. Now, they'll get a key online to open up the gas pump and put it behind the, uh, the surface and so you really can't tell they've got the skimmer in there. Now, the EMV, those chip cards that we use, really have worked a great deal, and uh, they've, they've reduced uh, credit card fraud a lot. The, the deadline for gas pumps was 2021. They kept getting it pushed back and back and back because it's really expensive to put them into the, uh, the gas pumps. But even to this day, 
only about a half of the gas pumps in the United States comply with that requirement. And so, yeah, you are at risk. The big thing to know is don't use your debit card. Your debit card is a ticket to your bank account. And if you don't pick, some people actually don't pick up on it that they've had those charges for a while, I can't imagine. Yeah. And uh, you can lose your whole bank account in that, in that manner. But if you use your credit card, uh, the worst that can happen is uh, you get a delay and you get the money back. So credit card only and uh, watch out for those skimmers on the gas pumps but yeah but how messed up is that because you know here's you know here's some you know random dude going up to you know one of these pumps they open it up and are able to install a reader and the yep. uh, and with every bit with every security camera around that place and no one questions why that guy just opened that thing up <laughs> how, yeah. how does and, that even happen and the thing is they don't even have to come and, and get the uh, get the skimmer back to get the uh, information. Uh, mm-hmm. They use Bluetooth technology. Uh, they drive by and it uh, sends the uh, the credit card information to them. It's a it's a huge huge problem. And you know these uh, these gas stations are taking the hit on this uh, because uh, what this this regulation wasn't a law. It was a it was put in by the credit card companies, and essentially what the credit card companies said, you know what. Uh, it's on you if you don't install this technology. So uh, any amount that is uh, fraudulently lost here, if the customer complains, it's going to come back on you. And a number of the gas stations are just saying, eh, it's cheaper to do that than it is to uh, put in the new technology. This is uh, Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com. Every, every day you put a new uh, scam of the day. And the one that came up uh, today is the Amazon text message scam. I've been, I I don't know if it's just Amazon or it just seems like a lot of companies that you do business with just for whatever reason now want to get you on text. And I never, ever respond to any of it, no matter where it's coming from. Because as you know, I'm a very responsible consumer. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Other than that one time. (laughs) So, but, oh, we got to cut you a little. <laughs> but, t- but tell us about, about these text scams. Yeah, you know, this is, and I'm glad you picked up on that, because text scams are now the biggest way for what they, call, they used to call phishing. You know, the email you would get, and it would ask you for personal information or get you to click on a link. People are getting uh, a little bit better at being skeptical and recognizing this. But we all seem to trust our text messages too much. And it's easier to even make it look legitimate. Even the phone number that it's coming in from, it can say on your, your caller ID uh, that it's coming from Amazon, it's coming from Netflix. Or the worst-case scenario is... Um, you sign up with your bank to get a uh, an alert if there's an issue. And a lot of these scams say, hey, we're your bank and there is an issue, click here. And uh, the thing is, you can never trust it. And so even if you're, you have those bank notifications, you get something like that, you call the bank at the number that you know is legitimate. You just can't trust it. So you can't click, you can't provide personal information. Uh, if there's something that gets you really alert, the first thing to recognize is mm, that's how the scammers work. And the second thing is just check it out independently and you should be okay. But you just can't trust any of those business text messages. I mean, it makes you wonder why a business would even do, would even, you know, opt for, you know, text messages when, when it would be very easy for the, the, the scammer to scam them twice as hard as the consumer. <laughs> 
it's interesting that you, you mentioned about scamming them. There was a, uh, a recent scam. I, I think that's going to be coming up uh, later in, in Scam Aside, where someone got into the voicemail system of a company. And so when people would call in with a, uh, a problem, this was uh, for uh, support, uh, they would then get the voicemail, would go to the scammer. And then the scammer would call up after this person had already called the real company. And uh, they would say, yeah, we just need you to send a deposit. And bingo, people are, are sending money all over the place because they, they got it after they called the real number. So this one, I mean, you, it really is you can't do anything without confirming these days. That's unbelievable. But, you know, I mean, I, I but you see them all the damn time. That's that's what just gets me. It's like, you know, I, I, I probably get five or six text messages a week mm-hmm. of somebody wanting something or something is ready yeah. or something has been sent uh, or, <laughs> you know, or, you know, you know, dad, can I have a ride? You know, all kinds of different scams. Yeah, you know, the you talk about the dad that can have a ride thing made me think of the you know the grandparent scam that we've we've talked about where the uh, the person gets a call in the uh, in the middle of the night and there's a there's a problem you got to uh, wire me money from the so-called grandchild yeah. and part of the problem is us we put up too much information on there. I used to love the Big Bang Theory and I like real Sheldon. He calls his mother, his grandmother Mima. And if the Mima gets a call saying Mima, she's going to trust it more. So where does she find, where does the scammer find out? It's because kids put so much information, we all do, on social media. They scan that, and then they call someone in the middle of the night, and they're, you know, they're not really necessarily on to it, and they fall for it. They just busted in California a major national grandparent scam ring, and the thing that was most interesting, I was telling my white-collar crime class at, at Bentley about this, they charged them under RICO, the organized crime law, which carries like a 20-year sentence. Uh, they're going to be grandmas and grandpas when they get out wow. of Wow. I, an organized crime ring focused on gr- children of grandparents, as, as you're yep. posing as that. That is uh, unbelievable to me, that they're <laughs> well, you know, focused Steve, on one thing. thing. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's the old thing about the, the bank robber, the famous bank robber, Willie Sutton, was once asked, well, why do you rob banks? And he said, because that's where the money is. Right. And, and the money that they can get, at low risk uh, is why you really see a lot of now organized crime here in the United States getting into things like the grandparent scam, Medicare scam, and health care scams have been uh, have been big for years. As a matter of fact, one of the things when they put in the most recent changes in national health care laws, uh, one of the ways they said they were going to pay for it was with greater enforcement of stopping the, the millions, if not billions of dollars that uh, Medicare sends to the scammers. So I, I we'll think, see if it works. I, I think if organized crime is really involved in this and, and one of the options on the phone is to press one to have some guy's kneecaps whacked, then you know... <laughs> And maybe they're not doing things the way they used to do. It's just, just not all good old-fashioned organized crime. Yeah, but just more efficiently. I like that press one for kneecap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I don't want to know what two or three is. I believe two is a uh, press two to take the cannolis, yeah. and <laughs> and three is to sleep with the fishes. Yeah. You can check out the uh, the scams that are uh, Steve Weissman is uh, is screwing people with every single day on scamaside.com. Steve, it's great to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon.
Take care, guys. Thanks. It's eight twenty-four with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. GG Inks Screen Printing and Embroidery. Whether you trade it or not, is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Traffic is now uh, open in both directions in the area of Burnett Road, right at the Mass Pike I two ninety one interchange. There was a car that had been wedged underneath a tractor trailer, which uh, the police stated it is unknown if there are any injuries at this time. But I don't know when that quote was from. When yeah. there was the quote from two hours ago when the accident initially happened, or was the quote from five minutes ago? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to speculate anything, but I'm pretty sure that uh, it it probably didn't uh, it, it probably didn't seem very good because mm-hmm. I mean, it, you you look at the the way that car is underneath that truck, it's like whoa. Yeah, it's uh, it does not look good, but no. uh, hopefully uh, everybody's okay. The uh, West Springfield police are asking for the public's help in identifying an alleged shoplifting suspect. Uh, West Springfield police say the suspect has allegedly shoplifted from a business in the city at least three times. Again, uh, if you see the picture, uh, she has a bag that says OHLS. Hmm, I'm trying to think where. OHLS? I don't know. Or OLLS? Did she uh did she shoplift anything from the five below? I maybe. Maybe a dollar zone mm-hmm. or uh, What about Pep Boys? Did she uh she uh rip off some tires or something? Pep Boys has been closed for ten years. Okay, well there you go. Shows how often I crossed the river. Yeah. Or uh maybe she was going to Bueno Isano. Got to tell you, those are some tasty burritos over there. Or uh, they still got that Asian buffet over there, don't they? I don't even know. I think they do. Really? Huh. Yeah. It used to be an old country buffet. And that's now an Asian place? Oh, it's been an Asian place for years. Where the hell have I been? I don't know. Apparently not paying attention to buffets in the area. I got to be honest. I haven't been down Riverdale Street in, 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 in way too long. It's probably been a good four or five Months. You want to take a trip? You want to go? We'll take a trip down to Riverdale. We'll see all the things that have popped up since you've... Uh, you've- yeah, and then when we're done, uh, we'll stop by Boston Billiards and play some pool. Um, I have some news for you. Yeah? Th- that's closed as well. What? Yeah. Come Matter of fact, on. they knocked the entire thing down. All right. Do you want to go to Chi-Chi's instead? Oh, all right. That's enough <laughs> out of you, Chi-Chi's. But uh, this particular lady, uh, she looks like it's bad bitch o'clock. Oh, it's yeah. it's thick thirty. Well, listen, uh, I don't. You never want to judge a book by its cover. I mean, you know, she may be stealing, uh, you know, pants, shirts. In her case, tank tops uh, from this particular place because she's in desperate need to wear these things. You know, she's. She's got a, she's, you know, it's a desperate situation. Well, and, and so, you know, I mean, you just, you know, you gotta, gotta, you know, I mean, she's got tattoos to pay oh. for. She's got that red hair dye to pay for. She can't be expected to buy, uh, you know, you know, clothing or it was, appliances. It was just pointed out to me that, that, uh, OHLS could uh, be for Our Lady of Sacred Heart, which is a church in Springfield. Uh, yes, but that's a different part of town. Well, uh, but it could be. I mean, she just have the bag. You know, you can have a bag from a from a church. 
<clears throat> that they uh, have promotional material uh, at your uh, church? Yes, they, they, they do have some premium items at Olsh. You have like a Thunderbirds jersey for Jesus? <laughs> I don't... I don't know if they do. Well, I mean, they could. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Springfield Police Detective Bureau is asking for the help in identifying two suspects in a car theft, according to the department. The car was stolen from Birchland Avenue between May 29th and May 30th. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like Notre Dame. Yeah. They've got that big Jesus statue out there, and he yeah. has his hands up, and they're oh, calling yeah, yeah, yeah. touchdown Jesus. Right. Can you imagine if you had one of those in Springfield, and you call him Slapshot Jesus? Oh, yeah, that we should fan- definitely do that. That would be fantastic. Yeah, with, with a big hockey yeah. mask. Power, power play Jesus. Power play. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got one guy in the penalty box, and all of a sudden you got more guys than they do. There's a Oh, he's with the leper. There's oh. a face-off in the corner. Ah! Judas has got a two-minute penalty on him. <laughs> We should we should do we should suggest that for the Thunderbirds the yeah. holy, the holy game I I can, <laughs> I can see them totally hopping on board of that one Hey you got uh, you got, you got the uh, what's that thing what's the Zamboni <laughs> Right you got you got uh, you got uh, Judas on the Zamboni There there yeah go. I'm gonna yeah. get you I'm gonna get you one of these days when I come down from the Zamboni <laughs> I'm gonna take care of you. <sighs> Uh, anyway, the car was stolen on May 29th, somewhere yes. between May 29th and May 30th, but has since been recovered. Well, they have this like picture now of these two guys that were in this car, and I, I, I'm thinking it's from like a bank ATM or something. Could be. Uh, because they have the, it, these two guys just looking at the camera like, huh? <laughs> they have this look on them like, ooh, what's that? Is that recording us? Huh? You see, I don't know if, uh, again, these are not criminal masterminds. I'm starting to think that people just don't realize how many cameras there really are out there. Yeah. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. And um, there is this, I'm sorry, have you watched 22 News lately? Uh, yeah, sure. You know, we, uh, we always uh, mention uh, the good-looking ladies of 22. Sure. But we really don't spend the time on uh, the dreamboats uh, of the men that go in and out of that place. Duncan McLean. I just saw him this morning. Doesn't isn't he a dreamboat? He is a he is a dreamy fella. Look at that, Duncan McLean. He's got the hair. He's got the he's got the looks. He's got everything going on for him. Mm-hmm. He's a fine young man. You're damn right he's about a that. Snack, <laughs> girl. That ain't no snack. That's a whole meal right there. <clears throat> Well, you know, I mean, listen, uh, you know, it, it's about time. I mean, who is the, the, like the, the next best looking fellow they've got over there? It's probably what uh, Tedimer. Yeah. Duncan McLean looks like uh, he played lacrosse for, you know, Brown University or something. Probably. Like that. He looks like a, like a frat boy. But, uh, ooh. <laughs> They're sizzling up the male side over there at 22. Oh, yeah. That's well, what... hey, listen, you got to do what you got to do. Well, you got to do what you got to do, and uh, you know uh, you got to you got to play to all fields. You can't just have uh, good-looking women all the time reporting the news. You must have good-looking men. Well, you know, as a man myself, I have to tell you that I think uh, you know that we should all not necessarily be objectifying any particular uh, gender or you know, what have you. I mean, we really should be focused on their uh, journalistic skills. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know, the last good-looking guy to work there was John Quill. 
He was a dreamboat he in was, his day. He was a handsome Back man. Back in the 1920s, guy. he was a good-looking man. The uh, Holyoke Mall celebrated the return of their traditional Malloween Monday evening. After a two-year pandemic hiatus, the tradition started back up again, allowing children to participate in the largest indoor trick-or-treating event in the area. 22 News stopped by to see how residents are feeling about being back for in-person Halloween events. Feels good. Kids are excited. They put a lot of work into the costumes, said Chad Franklin of East Longmeadow. Several people uh, told 22 that it was good to see a tradition like this pick back up where it left off. Mm-hmm. Pretty busy event, though. How uh, was the crowd at the Hampshire Mall yesterday? Because we talked about um, both of these events. Talk about Holyoke, which you, you, know, you expect people to be at the Holyoke, uh, Holyoke Mall. But uh, you know, I don't believe the Hampshire Mall has actually seen people inside that building in years. Um, I don't know. I would imagine that it would probably be at least... Well, they probably had people set up at certain stores. Mm-hmm. Remember, this used to be a Joanne Fabrics. Ooh, come in and yeah. see all the spooky th- spirits around here. <laughs> and this was once a spirit Halloween until it moved over there. Right. The spirit Halloween. By the way, that Duncan Hines guy you were talking about from yeah. 22, he's not even on their website yet. I, uh, I've been told he uh, he's described as a JFK Jr., but better looking and smarter. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Yes, but can he pilot an airplane? Ciara Speller celebrated a birthday this week. Did she? She turned 30. Oh <laughs> it's like, come on. How long has she been there? She's been there a while you now. Know, it's start- and she just turned 30. Remember when I said, uh, you know, like things are starting to be put into perspective for yeah. me, like how old I am and how old I'm getting and realizing that these people are just kids. They're just kids running the show over there. I know. And, and I, I like Ciara. She's a very nice lady. They're, they're all very nice people. Yeah. It's just that, uh, you know, like you have to reevaluate. You're like, this uh, this whole uh, me uh, feeling, uh, oh, like you're hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's 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 like it's getting to be creepy old man stage. You I know, mean, it's always been creepy. Oh, yeah. I'm just now a creepy old man. Yeah, well, uh, wait till you get to be my age, young man, and then all of a sudden you realize that if it weren't for me and Tedimer, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that, that yeah. would be it. it that would be, I don't think there's anyone, I, I, I'm even older than Lapis. I don't want to reveal who this is. Yeah. But uh, this person says uh, this Duncan is comparable to George Michael. That hair, those eyes, hashtag man crush. Yeah, see? I mean, how, how he's, a, he's a dreamy fella. Well, he, he is a good-looking dude. Well, you know what? I wouldn't mind putting him between two slices of bread. No, oh, no, I wouldn't. I want to see what the 22 News crew saw. Oh, my God, you should have seen this dreamboat. <laughs> he was giving us a report on the side of Northampton. He's the Hampshire County Bureau <clears throat> Chief. Welcome to Springfield, Duncan Hines. He was melting all the windows on the storefronts because he's so hot. It was crazy. <sighs> Uh, Police in Georgia recently busted a gang of thieves uh, by following a trail of candy wrappers. Nine bandits have been accused of burglarizing multiple homes and vehicles between uh, early October uh, and vehicles between in early October. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Whatever. About a half hour outside of Atlanta. There's somebody that missed a spot in this story. (laughs) Let's just say there's a crime ring outside of Atlanta, and the police found it. The thieves hiked through uh, wooded areas to sneak into the properties and cars and make getaways and stash items that they stole. 
uh, until they could take them somewhere else. But that was uh, also their undoing. One of the items they stole was a bag of miniature Milky Way bars, which one of the thieves was apparently snacking on while they were making their way through the woods. They left a trail of wrappers, and police followed it out to their house. The police have arrested nine thieves, but the investigation is still ongoing, so more arrests are possible. The suspects were hit with various charges, including burglary and drug possession. And that one idiot with the sweet tooth. That's right. I told you not to grab the bag of candy, Ron. At least take your trash with you. They know exactly where you are because you couldn't keep your fat face away from that bag of Milky Way bars. Mm -hmm. Thanks a lot, Ron. Now he's got a criminal record and diabetes. Yeah. How'd you get caught? Ron turned us in because he couldn't stay away from the Milky Way bars. Apparently he's hypoglycemic. Mm. You and your hypoglycemia. You're up. Yeah, you and your diabetes. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Bob. Why, did you leave one of your toes behind too? (laughs) Maybe one of those, you know, hypodermic needles with the insulin? Could be. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, rainy and cloudy with a high of 66. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 69. Giggity. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 850. And Ozzy with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, rainy and cloudy uh, this morning, then just cloudy by the afternoon with a high of 66 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 69. Giggity, it's 58 in downtown Springfield. I mentioned this uh, earlier. This Thursday night, I'm going to be at uh, Nathan Bill's Celebrity Bartending for a really good event uh, to raise money for the for uh, Meg's Fight for a Cure. Uh, this is uh, about a local resident battling Huntington's disease and uh, looking to do something for uh, their kid who is uh, who is suffering from this horrible illness. Join me on uh, on Thursday at Nathan Bills, five thirty to eight o'clock. Uh, let's raise some money for and an, for a really good cause that I'm very personally uh, connected to, and uh, hope to see you there. Should be a lot of fun. Absolutely, sounds like a great time. Um, uh, always, you're gonna get the bucket out, and you're gonna, you know. Yeah, no, that's that the way out. to do it. You got to shake pe- people down. Listen, nobody wants a drink made by us. You know, the the, the idea of the the celebrity bartending thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it doesn't seem like uh, maximizing your monetary uh, value. I think uh, you know having the celebrity there, like you said, yeah. leaving the drink making up to the actual professionals who work at these places, versus you know some guy fumbling around. It it, it just gets too too fumbly uh, behind there. Yeah, unless you're pouring like just beer or wine. But if somebody asks for a mixed drink, it's like, okay, where's the vodka? Where's the you know? You know, I, I was at a celebrity bartending event uh, not that long ago at uh, Iron Duke in uh, in Ludlow. Well, you're only serving beer. Well, I could pour a beer without a without a without a big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way the crowd was, it was like a like an afternoon shift that I had. So there were, I mean, there were a lot of people there, but it wasn't really set up for me to go, you know, shaking people down like I normally do. So I really just spent time bartending. Uh, I actually think uh, it's much more fun to annoy the living bejesus out of people and uh, and try to grab as many dollar bills as I can take. Yeah, that's you the know? way to do it. You Every maxim- little bit helps. Maximize, uh, maximize your profits. That's the way to do it. Uh, I'm just trying to look at uh, some other uh, like roundabout news stuff today. Yeah, uh, not really like uh, too much, but uh, going on. But sneakers. How much would you spend on a pair of sneakers? 
I'm probably the wrong guy to ask because my feet are usually so bad. I, I'm willing to spend you know decent amount of cash for a good set of shoes. What about sneakers for a horse? Uh, um, probably I wouldn't spend very much. Uh, shoe shopping can be done on a budget, or it could cost you a fortune. The same goes for horseshoes. You can get some solid, uh, get a solid game of horseshoes for fifty dollars on Amazon. Okay, and you can actually shoe a, uh, an actual horse for about two hundred bucks. And now you can get your horse hip Adidas streetwear sneakers for a fat stack. Not actual Yeezys, of course, because you know no, all that stuff was going on. Yeah, the cachet of those things aren't nearly what they used to be. A Kentucky-based artist named Marcus Floyd has developed a prototype for a horse sneaker, and it's a bit of a gimmick. He worked with a tourism agency, and it was part of an initiative to bring awareness to Kentucky. But they actually are a real thing. Marcus takes a pair of human shoes, Adidas, Air Jordans, anything, deconstructs them, and reassembles them so they fit over a pre-made protective boot for horses. They are wearable, but making a full set of them uh, takes Marcus around 17 hours, so they're not cheap. Price starts at uh, 1200 bucks per shoe. Per shoe? Yeah. Uh, horses need four shoes, though, right? Yeah. That's a, That winds up being way too much. Well, that means, uh, what, 2400 plus 2400 is what? It'd be uh, $4,800. $4,800 $4, to shoe a horse? Please. That's outrageous. What? Fifty bucks for a pair of Yeezys? That's, That's outrageous. outrageous, especially this week. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I'm wearing like uh, these sneakers that are like 150 bucks. Yeah, but they feel like I'm walking on air. These things, uh, I've been, I've been turned on to these Brooks running shoes. Sure, they're really, really comfortable. They're like one of the one of the more comfortable like active wear shoes mm-hmm. that I can wear because they, it's it's not memory foam, but it's it's soft. It, it's good on your joints, right? When you uh, when when you're like running or doing any kind of physical activity, they're about a hundred bucks. Well, you mean for those, you do what you got to do. I mean, you know, for me, uh, I got these uh, these Hoka's, yeah. these Hoka sneakers, uh, and I you know I got them at this uh, place in uh, Longmeadow, Fleet Feet, uh, and they um, they measure your foot. You put your foot in there, and it's like, oh my god, that feels so damn good. And that's you know to me, considering how bad my feet are, yeah, totally worth the expense. You yeah. wear you put on a ah we were at some uh, discount shoe place I don't want to say what it was but I got myself some Pumas that made my feet uh, that turned my feet into absolute ex- like like they were on fire after yeah, like about an like hour yeah. I like I can't I can't I can't be in these shoes I miss the days of Payless shoes yeah those are those are long gone I remember my uh, my mom got me a pair of those sneakers that were under twenty bucks they were a uh, nice uh, like running shoes mm-hmm. that lasted for about a day before they fell apart. I used to like getting shoes from the Kmart bargain bin, the ones that were tied oh, yeah. together. Yeah. Those yeah. were good. Yeah. Fava, that was another good one. Yeah. I still get those from my kids, those cheap shoes from sure. Walmart, because they're, they're under 10 bucks. How could you go wrong? Can't go wrong. Plus, they're going to wind up growing out of them in no time anyway. Well, because I've bought a nice pair of shoes for both of them, and they get destroyed. I don't, yeah. Kids, kids are like really taking doing number on these shoes. I don't know. I was like, so you're getting the bargain bin. Sorry. Yeah, I know. And plus, yeah. you know, when a kid goes through like a growth spurt, yeah, you know, you're buying extra shoes every month. Well, that's the thing. When especially when they're younger, they, they go there. But I had those Payless shoes uh, that, uh, and I told you this before. I left. I would leave marks all over the hallway at school. Oh yeah. And then uh, now I feel bad about it. Because the janitor was down on the ground scraping it up with a straight razor because sure. it was the stuff off the floor. Like at the time, that was hilarious, though. 
Yeah, look at old Charlie getting down on his hands and knees trying yeah. to scrub that stuff off that I left on the floor. I remember, the same thing when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the black sole shoes. Yeah, I remember like kids being like you know purposely dragged and laughing their asses yeah. off. Yeah, you know, because it left these you know the the the, the skids on the on the floor, that, and we thought that was hilarious. That's what I would do, and there was no cameras back in that day, so you could easily get away with it. Yeah. Now they now they got cameras everywhere. You wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to pull that payless. Uh, Shenanigans. No, not nowadays. not today. No. But you know, back in the uh, in the olden days, yeah, you sure could. Sometimes I look back on the things that I did and I go, "What a jerk! <laughs> what a real like little <laughs> piece of crap jerk yeah, yeah. that did these things." And you know, I think you tend to go through your life thinking that you weren't, but you were. But then you go back and say, "You know what? Those were really dick moves that I made." And thank that, God that you've been able to mature out of a lot yeah, of that thank stuff. Thank God it never affected anything I do for the rest of my life. Exactly. Yeah. It's 857 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. New England.